Welcome to the Polyhedral Pub. Raise a glass and roll some dice. This is our 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons campaign, Shadow of the Dragon Queen, taking place in the Dragonlance campaign setting. Episode 1, The Road to Vogler. Our players for this campaign will be Coke as Harambe the Paladin, Sean as Callum the Cleric, Jimmy as Doverol the Druid, Chris as Krellin the Fighter, Alex as Sir Xander the Paladin, and myself, Kevin Zepic, as Spencer St. Clair, world-renowned fantasy romance novelist and bard. So, without further ado, let's turn it over to our Dungeon Master Luke to get us started. Let's, uh, let's dive in. Let's just dive right in. Uh, the campaign takes place in a place we don't play. We've never played before in Dragonlance, on the world of Kryn. Uh, Kryn is a very storied landscape. Uh, there's a lot of shit, there's a lot of history that will unfold, I think, as the campaign goes along. Uh, why don't we see who's going to be playing in this campaign? Let's, uh, let's go around the horn here. I see, I see a coke moving in the background there. Let's get you out first this time, big guy. Sure, okay. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> No pressure. What, what do we want to know? Who, who is this man? Who is this person you are playing in our adventure? I am playing the legendary, the brave, you dare say, of Harambe. And his goal is to give vengeance on all zookeepers and save all the children, especially the one he never was able to save. And his goal is to rid the world of any evil that dare harm those that are innocent. And he's ready. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, we'll go across the table here and go to Chris. Uh, it's, uh, I'm, I'm Chris. I'm playing Krellin Dolar. He is a fighter who specializes in the pole arm. Um, he, he's been raised by a uh, famous uh, former knight of Salamnia, uh, Sir Frederick Humphreys III, and has spent almost his entire life in a small little training camp for a mage tower that isn't supposed to be there but is under careful watch of the realm so he has lived almost his entire life just training and training and training with the only real entertainment they have is the occasional merchant or adventurer that has stopped by to see sir frederick humphreys so he is out and about to learn of the world and hopefully uh bring some more peace to this land beautiful uh, Callum. Callum. Sean. Yo, yo. <clears throat> I am playing the young human Callum. He is newly a cleric and is starting his journey in servitude to his deity, who is Kiri Jolath. And he is going to do whatever he can to serve his deity and yeah, he's gonna re ready to start his first real adventure. Beautiful, uh, Alex. Hello, I am Alex. Uh, Very I will... There you go. Yes, there we are. <laughs> I have to flip my mic down. Uh, I will be playing the Paladin Oath of the Crown, Sir Xander, hailing from the small port town of uh, Starport. Actually, not too sure of this size uh grew up there uh 
was mentored by a Knight of the Crown, Knight of Salamnia, and eventually was knighted and joined said order. Uh, spent a couple years in said order before moving up to the Order of the Sword. And as Lord dictates, uh, Knights of the Sword are expected, I guess you could say, uh, to undertake a heroic quest of some kind. So that is what I will be attempting to do with this campaign and see where that takes me. Beautiful. Uh, I left Kevin for last last time. Let's not do that this time. Kevin, who is Spencer? Now, my name is Spencer St. Clair. Now, before you go asking, yes, you are correct. I am the Spencer St. Clair, world-renowned romance and fantasy novelist. Beautiful. I forgot you were going to do that. I just died. That was amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mentioned it earlier, and I was like, oh, yeah. Voice is on. Uh, last but not least, the elf of the group, Jimmy. Yeah, um, hello. I am Jimmy, or Jim Jam, if some people know me by that. But uh, I am playing Dorville, the half-elf druid. He is the... Circle of Wildfire Druid. Now, he got his wildfire powers in a very unconventional way. But uh, it might come out later on. But uh, he is on a journey to A. Try and find the kidnappers of his quote-unquote apprentice, a very very well-known herbalist and alchemist and other than that he found a note of a friend of his his uh apprentice and um he is taking this note to heart because he was a very good friend and and he is headed out to go to the funeral of said friend yeah, it's a good tie-in. This is our crew, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, everyone knows me. If you don't know me, my name is Luke. I go by the name of Repercussions. Uh, I'll be running you through this nonsense. Uh, to get things going, I told everyone ahead of time that the campaign will begin with you headed off to the small town of Vogler. Uh, a mutual acquaintance that everyone kind of knows has passed. Uh, here is the letter that was kind of sent out to all the friends of one Ispin Greenshield. So it says, Dear friend, I am Becklin Uthviharan. I have much heard about you from our mutual friend, Ispin Greenshield. It grieves me to share the news that our dear friend Ispin passed away peacefully here at his home in Vogler. May fortune and the go old gods protect his soul. Ispin's friends are holding a memorial for him in the manner he always wanted. It will take place here in Vogler on the eve of the Kingfisher Festival. I write to ask you to do Ispin one last honor and attend. Should you come, accommodations will be available at the Brass Crab. Though the circumstances are sad, I am eager to meet you and through our memories to revel in the life of our great friend, Becklin Uthviharan, Knight of the Crown. Uh, so having received this unfortunate news of uh, either a friend of yours, everyone has their own kind of inn that I'm sure will come out with time, uh, you're on your way to Vogler. To meet, to, not to meet, he's dead. <laughs> to go to the funeral 
of one Ispen Green Shield. Uh, I'm going to take you to the world map. You can see uh, where we're going. And you know what? I can't take you to the world map because I have too many pages open. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Place this we have never actually been to in another in any other campaign. And it doesn't give me, like other campaigns, it doesn't give me an unmarked version. So I had to go and, well, it didn't take long. Tiffany sent it to me. Uh, oh, before I go too far, everything you're seeing on this stream here, all this hard work that's been put in has not been done by me. I'm just telling the story for these bums. All this hard work and shit, what you're looking at has been done by my wife, Tiffany. Hats off. Absolutely beautiful. His prettier, his prettier half, for sure. My much prettier half. <laughs> Thank you, Tiff. Thank you, Tiffany. Tracer. I looked at yes. it. It looks so good. My God, it looks so good. I was Absolutely like, beautiful. My jaw dropped. You also know you're hearing some lovely background noise. That is through the uh, online player Sirenscape for all your TTRPG sound needs. It's pretty good. This is specifically a campaign sound set for this campaign. So we should be hearing some really relevant stuff throughout. And horses. Um, and horses. <laughs> Every now and then it just gets you like, I heard that. <laughs> random horse. Uh, so... Vogler, of course, isn't on this map because this is a much bigger map, but we will be focusing in the area around uh, Calaman for this campaign. Uh, Vogler is just just to the north of of Calaman. Where's my draw tool? It's like over here. little tiny little black mark that you can't see in the slightest. Uh, over here. So to get there, you gotta go by uh, ferry. So the only way to get across the river is by ferry. So, I'm going to have it start. Hmm? Aren't they too small? No. You just hop on the back of like 10 of them. Right? Fairies? <laughs> wings? <laughs> I just picture like they... all the balloons. Like, Spencer immediately turns around and goes back and lifting you up. <laughs> yeah, Spencer's like, I don't need to see this anymore. <laughs> uh, this, is a, this funeral is not for me. Um, so, as it starts, there's going to be a lot of people heading to this funeral. It's been Greenshield, uh, for what it's worth, is a very storied storyteller and adventurer extraordinaire. He is that kind of uh, a guy that everyone has heard about, and he, he tells ridiculously tall tales that you don't know half the time whether he's talking out his ass or this is actually something that's happened to him. But some people that have met him and encountered him notice that a lot of this stuff actually does happen to him. It's just really out-fucking-landish to hear it all the time. Uh, so people from far and wide have been sent this similar letter that you guys got, uh, noting of his passing. So there's, uh, a decent amount of traffic headed towards Vogler, uh, especially from the city of Calaman, uh, Sol Solamnia. Solamnia? Solamnia. I'm gonna get it right. Uh, a lot of people are headed to Vogler. We'll get it, we'll get it right, eventually. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna so, call it some, uh, like, Somali land by accident or it's something. It's gonna be Somalia. At Welcome some point. to Somalia. <laughs> Somalian pirates, we. Um, so, uh, I asked you guys ahead of time if you wanted to be like, an established adventuring party or you wanted to be on your own, kind of meeting up as things go. And we'll start with meeting up as things go, which is absolutely fine. So, there's a big delegate, not big, there's a bunch of people headed to Vogler from Calaman. There's a few supply carts, a few families, a few uh, adventurers doing their own thing. Where all you guys are coming from, doesn't matter. You're on the road to Vogler. Uh, you may not be walking side by side with each other, 
you maybe stagger along the path a little ways up, a little ways back. Um, you are about five, four hours, four and a half hours maybe, away from the ferry that will take you from this side of the river to Vogler. Um, you're walking down the path, and there's a loud scream ahead of you. Sounds like a shrill young male voice. And he sounds an absolute abject horror and terror as he runs. Ah, oh, help! Help, please, somebody! Uh, I, gotta move I do declare, that gentleman sounds like he's having some bit of trouble up ahead. Let's eat him! He's having the vapors. <laughs> Someone is in need of aid. We must aid. Our good nature compels us. I'm gonna move you over. When, I, when, when Spencer sees all these like heavily armored, fighting-looking gentlemen rush up ahead, he kind of just slowly follows in behind to see what's going on. Trelly <laughs> uh, moves up. You hear all the clanking of the armor. Oh god, it's tall. It's a big map. And I put everything right where Dorville, I need. Doraville kind of slinks a little bit into the foliage of the forest. Slings, okay. Everyone loves a slinky. Where did that, <laughs> where did that unseemly gentleman run off to? Uh, did just disappear into the bushes? No, I hadn't put him on the map. I was like, hey, where's my commoner? Why isn't my commoner on the map? So look at the lower left portion of the map here. Uh, and you will see a commoner. There's a young man running down the hill, not hill, sorry, around the bend. Around the road, coming down, screaming bloody murder. Help! 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 They're, they're being attacked! Help! <laughs> All the Willem screams. Uh, yeah, you can what, place what yourselves. What is the matter? What is the matter, uh, young person? Help! Please! Please, I don't know what happened. The, Are you hurt? The, uh, he looks down at his body. He's like, no! I'm scared shitless, though. Look <laughs> behind him, there's a pile of shit on the ground. Oh, God. Um, wow, well, he's very literal. <laughs> so, no help please please they're, they're being attacked what seems to be the problem who's being attacked by what i was i was hired to to walk with these soldiers to show them the way show them the area and they, they came out of nowhere they attacked our cart i think some of them are dead would you mind okay. pointing us the way sir yeah, we just can, so we can go keep going around the Keep going around the corner, and he just, he runs, like, right through you to a family that's kind of maybe 100 feet behind, also on the road as well. He just runs to them, like, full throttle through. You can see he's drenched in sweat. He looks white as a ghost. He is extremely scared. Does he smell from his pants? Uh, if you move a little closer up, you might be getting that smell. No, no, I'm good. <laughs> How curious. I wasn't paying as much attention. Was that gentleman saying that the soldiers attacked their own wagon? Or he, that, he couldn't have been less clear if he had tried. Uh, he's, he's shocked. Just some kind of trouble ahead. Regardless, it appears someone needs our aid. Come, I... and mind, uh, mind the feces on the ground. <laughs> Watch your step. Watch your step. Uh, I would like to move, but apparently my token is not yet on them. Good job. Put your own token on them. Oh. I just, just put your own token on the map, but I'll put it on for you. I just lost my token. You silly penis. There you go. Why did my map just move? 
Oh, and because you put it down, I can't control it. Cool. You know what? I'm just oh, gonna I do this. Love that. I'm just gonna do this. <laughs> there. Oh, there's two of them. Oh, you're yeah. multiple, man. <laughs> nope, we don't need two. Oh. One is more uh, than enough. How would you enough? like? How would you like to proceed? Dorville said he would like to slink into the woods a little bit. You'll note to your right there, Dorville. There's a big fucking rock. Uh, you can rock. skirt up against it, should you like, uh, but it's probably 15 feet tall, give or take. Yeah, I'd like to basically hug the wall and uh, just stay on the ground, though. And I'll. It seems our homeless up. friend over there really likes that rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, yes. you hear from the woods. Yes, it is. It is a very nice rock. It's very uh, smooth. It doesn't look like he's too keen on being with other people. It's uh, keep an eye on him. It's kind of an unusual behavior. Krellen grabs his uh, glaive off of his back and then starts to jog up the path. Jog. I follow closely behind. Jog. Calm's gonna lag behind a little bit. Just stay behind I'm... the bigger fighters. I'm rushing almost to Krellen's side as a knight. It is Spencer, my duty. Spencer walks. <laughs> Go, boys! We charge! What do we see from here? I take a look around. Do this I see is far the... more exploration oh. than I was really oh. planning today. It's a big fucking map. Uh, so oh you see, as you start to creep up, I closed the wrong thing. Of course. Like a schmuck. Uh, you see, as you start to creep up, uh, this wonderful handout. Oh. A terrifying new enemy infiltrates the shadows of Salamnia. Those the are draconian. dope. Uh, nobody really knows what a draconian is. I didn't know they had that in there. That's fine. Huh. Uh, da -da 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 -da. uh, what on earth are those lizard-like creatures? Yeah, you see, the, is this? you see a wrecked wagon lies toppled, surrounded by armored corpses. Strange figures pick through the remains. From beneath the figures, dark cloaks, just scaly wings, and sharp reptilian figures gut out. You start clumping your way up the, uh, up the road. I believe I heard the term jogging. And yes. it didn't take long for us to roll initiative as these scaly creatures... Uh, turn to look you in the eyes. Well, this is cool. not really is what I had starting. in mind for this afternoon, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> this is how we're starting. Awesome. Why? Oh, oh, um, I had, had people on my initiative tracker from before. <laughs> These are amazing Oof. initiative rolls. It appears the shock has taken me, and I have fallen to the bottom of the list. In the typical Sir Xander style, he starts off with a crit fail. Fuck it. <laughs> first initiative roll of... Oh, God, his initiative is actually They look amazing! I thought the zero was the placeholder number from, like, adding nope. it to the... No, he rolled a nope, zero. He rolled a zero. My first roll of the game. My, oh. young, my young paladin friend, I'm afraid the, the adversaries we are facing are facing in the other direction. No, you're, you're, <laughs> you are, looking you are currently you. looking the wrong way. Sorry, I rolled a, I rolled really bad on one of mine, too. 
I just uh, I've never seen demons uh, of the sort. By the gods. That is a tree, my friend. The, the, the ones you are facing. <laughs> <laughs> the ones you are facing are in are like over there. That one's quite stationary, my friend. <laughs> no, look at it. Oh, it has a face. It's winking at me. Uh okay. Wow. I wasn't expecting to go first with a mediocre roll. But well, let us all uh, roll again then. Yeah. Yep. No, it's not gonna happen. Can we roll? Oh, that's fine. Just say we have an advantage. That. I rolled a 17 on my advantage roll. <laughs> uh, so there are four creatures that look alike and one that looks very different. Uh, there's your different looking guy. He looks so happy. He looks so happy. But it's not his turn. I it's was going to his... say, can we, because can we, you said there, there's cloaks, like, can we see faces and heads? Oh, yeah. The cloaks are just merely like. Like a Jedi when he uncowls. They're, they they're seem pretty thick. On them. They seem pretty like like thick boys. So. Uh, they are all going to start moving. It'd be a good time to remind myself what the fuck I even have for spells. Uh, it's a good time to remind myself what these guys do. Uh, turns out they can get close. That's about it. Uh, it? Harambe. Oh boy. Oh, you know what? I moved the wrong guy. Hold oh, the on music a kicked up. I'm scared. <laughs> there we go. I moved the wrong guy. I put some little, well, little colors on this. Besides, we charge forward. Move up yeah, to there here. is a threat, and they are menacing. They're bringing. They're brandishing swords. They have long claws as well. Let's lock swords with them. Uh, I don't have names. Gonna attack the, the red guy. Does a 12 hit? First attack of the campaign. Big old miss. Swoosh. You gotta start swinging your sword, and he just like whoosh, ducks out of the way. Ducks, scooches to the side to avoid your blade. Gentlemen, they're agile. Careful, they're agile. <laughs> um. I can do anything else. That'll end my turn. Uh, Callum. Uh, Callum is going to not cast that spell. He's going to move <laughs> up. <laughs> Unless that spell was dispel lizard creatures. <laughs> be very good. I didn't bring he's gonna, that one. He's going to stand up here and he's going to get his whip and he is going to attack Mr. Blue Guy there with his whip. He's snarling in your face. Uh, kind of in his face. Yeah, that's, that's close to your face. 17 for... 17's a big ol' hit. And he just recoils four. in pain as your whip like snaps onto his chin. He's like, ah! A bit of blood starts to trickle out from it and he just gets this big grin like, <laughs> and after that, he's going to take five feet back. And he's going to end his turn. Uh, Krellen. Krellen sees Harambe goes running forward. So he takes a couple of steps off to the side, brandishes his glaive, and slashes long and straight right into the attempting to hit the creature in front of Harambe. <laughs> Spencer takes notes. Dan misses completely. <laughs> looks a bit. 
Big miss. Oh, he's agile. Swings wild. Land the blade uh, lands in between Harambe and this lizard creature. Ugh. Yep, that's crawling. Uh, speaking of Spencer, what is Spencer doing? Taking notes? Wow. <laughs> he is like these quite the interesting creatures. Hmm. Yeah, after he's done taking notes, he just kind of looks at him. Uh, I don't really know which one he's one of these guys to go for. I'll fire an Eldritch Blast, or uh, yeah, an Eldritch Blast at blue. You're ready for that one on the damage dice. One it's on your the damage turn. dice. It's your turn. That's uh, a th three. That's like three one. That's like three Eldritch Blasts at the it's same three time. Three Eldritch Blasts at once. Uh, sorry, the red one? No, blue. The one that's been Blue, okay. Yeah, yeah, he's boom, gets hit in the shoulder with this blast of force just like oh just snarling uh and i i turn to the the young paladin that's just spinning in circles lost and i tell him <laughs> look my young friend i have faith that you are gonna get it together and vanquish these ugly foes and i give him a bardic inspiration Ooh, very nice Ooh. Figure out where those are so I can check it off. Bonus action. There they are. I'm done. <laughs> Actually, you know, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll move up a little bit. And then I'm all right. Uh, Doraville, busy with the rock. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to move up a little bit, but kind of stay within the flora and fauna of the. Just hoping forest. there's no more fauna. That tree's gonna bite you. And. Uh, I'm going to look at this guy right in front here. He looks back. You you are some ugly, ugly, ugly creatures. And he's going to put his hands down, not say flame on, but produce a little bit of flame in his fingers and fire it off at Blue. Hopefully it hits this time. Hey, yep. is that a hit? Big ol' hit. 18. Uh, big ball of fire just, like, lands on his, like, midsection. She's like, ah, 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 like, struggling to pat it out. Uh, anything else? Uh, no, I do believe that is it. Okay. So, this guy's gonna go... This lone, different-looking fella. He's going to lope over to about here. Uh, let's go a little bit further. Let's go a little bit further. Uh, and he's going to produce two daggers. He's going to proceed to just tuck them one after the other at Krellen. Uh, let's see what my first attack rolls look like for this campaign. Low. Uh, low. 16 Crypto. and 17 to hit. God damn it. Yep, hits uh, both. Oh. This is unfortunately going to be a lot of damage, I think. Uh, first off, you're going to take uh, 8 points of piercing damage, as well as uh, 9 points of poison damage. Oh. And I need Ooh, a constitution wow. saving throw. As as these as you like pull one of these daggers out of you, you see it's coated in a thick blue, blue, green, uh, like viscous fluid. Oh. 14. 
you're like, oh, that's absolutely disgusting. And you kind of spit on your finger and wipe it off and you feel pretty good. <laughs> uh, this guy is then going to proceed to... Uh, how much movement do I have left? It's not a lot, unfortunately. Uh, start to move into the brush. Krellen yells out as he tries to uh, to move a little bit further. Huh? Oh, he, the, the, that nasty one, he's got poison daggers. Be cautious. Looks like he's fleeing. Uh, big, big old zero on the initiative order. Uh, so due to the, uh, to the words of uh, our dear Mr. St. Clair, I wake myself up and go, ah, thank you, goodly bard. I don't know what came over me. Usually not like this, but a thank penis. you regardless. I turn around and I will bonus action cast shield of faith on the shield of faith on myself plus two AC, and then I will move. I have a concentration thing, do I, then? No new trade. Have a concentration thing. Alex, go ahead, Alex. Don't worry about what I'm doing. Do you want me to put something to say that I'm on? Oh, no, no, no. I'll figure it out. Um, then I move forward. As I do, I say to Callum, stay at a distance, my brother in Kirijoleth. I will deal with this. And I then will attempt to swing on Mr. Blue. Uh, you have sword and shield, right? Yes. Okay. So it will be the one-handed. Yeah, that's a big old hit. Um. Yes, I will leave it at that. Okay. So you cleave into him, uh, and he is just dripping blood now. So, uh, labored breathing. Uh, 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 he's still standing. Uh, a movement? Anything else? Are you done, Ski? I think he's uh, Actually, hmm. Since I hit, can I add one more thing? Will you allow me this? You a smite? No, I am going to... It's a specific thing squ uh, from the Squire Salamnia, Precise Strike. I don't know oh, yeah, yeah. Can... I'm glad you're you the first a, one for this. Add a D8. Yep. It, you I, can I, do I was, this. He uh, to give but uh two times between long rests yeah you can do it your proficiency bonus per long rest yeah go ahead and roll a d8 huh. for an extra Ooh. five uh it's a good thing he did that he no longer exists he just nice. crumbles to the ground in pain as a couple seconds later he like bleeds too much and just falls over <laughs> it's like, that took a second i was going to be okay and then I died. <laughs> Worry not, friends. They can bleed. They are not the demons I thought they were. Not like that tree over there. <laughs> uh, but they sure are ugly. Well, that's true. That's true. Uh, back to the top of the order. And it'll be these guys. Uh, this guy's going to make a couple of short sword swings at Harambe. Bring it. I'm going to continue using my dragon eye dice here. See if they can uh, keep it up. 
I don't think an 8 and an 11 will hit you. No! I uh, thought we Yeah, he's gonna just stand there. <laughs> he farts in your general direction. Uh, oh! I forgot about a thing, though. Alex. Sorry. Sir Xander. Yes. Uh, you see this creature's body as he falls to the ground just turns completely to stone. And I need you to give me a constitution saving throw, please, as gas starts to emit from this stone. <gasps> I forgot they have a thing. My word. I was just looking at the thing. Of course they have a thing. Eight. Oh. You also have bardic oh. inspiration, remember? You do have bardic oh, inspiration. So a d4, yes? No, no a d6. Oh. Then I shall use it. Thank you for reminding me, goodly bard. And with that, I, yeah, I believe I pass. Uh, you believe, you feel that you like, up. <laughs> you start blowing this mist away, and you feel you're you're okay. <laughs> uh, that's okay. Let's get another one up there. He's going to start, this green one's going to start hacking away at Sir Xander as well, with hopefully better results. Uh, one of those is going to hit with a 21. The other one's oh. an 11. The other one's an 11, so that's not going to do it. Uh, he only rolls four points of piercing damage. Okay. Uh, I think do it hit me, so I believe due to concentration... You need to make a constitution throw. saving throw. Another one. Yeah. My See God. if you maintain concentration. DC 10. You got it, buddy. Hey! Yes, I do. No problem. Thank you. Uh, what is your AC with Shield of Faith? 20. Cool. So... Uh, what did I say? 18? No, so I, sorry, no, I said 21. 21. Excuse me. 21. 21. Like something. Yeah. That's why I was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was four points of piercing damage, I believe. Uh, yep. This guy can get not close enough. Let me see here. Let me re remeasure that out. Oh, he can get close enough. Ooh. Get right in there. Oh. Sir Xander. Uh, two more swings, they're both going to miss. 11 and 15. Come, uh, battle demons! They're in the fray now. What happened to my turn order? There it is. Uh, Harambe. You got a dude in your face. He just came stomping up, snarling and growling. He tried uh, to hit me. Uh, uh, whiffed. He whiffed. We're kind of, you know, we're, we're doing the dance. The sword dance. We're getting, we're getting, we're getting the feel. We're going to hit him. <laughs> Oh, oh no. First crit of the game. Oh, oh and you yeah. bet your ass I'm doing the squire precise strike as well. That's a lot of critical yes. damage. Are you two handing or, or plus two D eight? Plus two D eight for that bonus squire bullshit. Fuck that's yep. that's some good damage. It's just two D eight, right? Two D eight, yeah. I'm just gonna do that. But it was one D that raw. It's well, one D eight but he crit. crit. Oh, right, that's right. Okay. Crit, so all the dice are twice. Uh, so that's... 19, 22 points of slashing damage. And this guy collapses to the ground, turns to stone, uh -oh. and starts emitting a disgusting smelling mist. Uh, only you, Corellin's too far away. Uh, I need to make a constitution saving throw, please. Oh, nice. That's, that's pretty good. good. <laughs> Again, you saw you saw Suzanne, you're like blowing and wafting this mist away, and you're like, shit, 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 shit. Let, Start let doing the same. 
Let me add just a little flavor on that. So while that's happening, you just see like the kind of dance back and forth. And it's one foul swoop. Just whoosh, his head goes off. The gas oozes out of the head. I kind of waft it away. I'm like, gentlemen, let's do this. Charge! Uh, and let's see. I'm going to... Uh, let's charge forward. I don't want him to get away. So we're going to go stand next to him. And for my bonus... Mm, no, I don't think I'll do anything. That'll end my turn. Okie dokie. Good turn. Callum. Still seeing <clears throat> this guy over here, knowing that he's a little dangerous. Actually, before I do that, um, seeing that he took... Uh, Krillin took a hit, I'm going to look at him and see how he's feeling. Does he look pretty uh, beat up? Yeah, yep. So I'm gonna bonus action, use healing word on you. Ooh, thank you. At a level one for, no, oh, not bad, six. Yeah, it's, Ooh, pretty that's, that's pretty good. It's pretty good for and a then, level one healing word. <laughs> Krellen looks at you and gives you the nod. And then looking over at that guy that threw those daggers, I'm gonna cast Guiding Bolt at a second level oh this guy over here yeah all right you'll get a little bit of cover but, 17 uh, nothing out of the nothing out of the ordinary uh 17 Ooh. is still gonna hit with a little bit of cover all right or 21 points of damage the cleric came to play yeah he did you see him just take this big bolt of like radiant energy to the chest. It's like, oh, uh, ah, and he snarls something at you in a tongue that I don't know if anyone will understand or not. It's like, ah, that was bad. Wouldn't happen to be Dracronic, would it? Uh, maybe a little bit. Then Krellen actually I... kind of looks <laughs> like, how do I understand this? What are I'm you saying? Funny. I You kiss, kiss your mother with that mouth? <laughs> Owl flesh bag, you will kneel before the feet of Tachesis. The dragon queen will rule this world once more. And he's like, ow, my tummy. <laughs> ow, my tummy. My tummy hurts. They, they say that in Draconic? Yes. Tom's going to respond to him in Draconic. How we'll many of you motherfuckers that. speak Draconic? <laughs> I happen to. I happen to. <laughs> of course people are going to speak Draconic. <laughs> what are they saying? I learned it in school. <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to know. He said something foul about your mother. You should hit him. <laughs> Again, he says you look like a monkey and you smell like one too. Oh, oh you, you understand these foul Rambe creatures? takes offense. How interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. That is an awesome token. They, <laughs> Isn't it beautiful? Yep. It's so nice. He said that the, the the dragon queen shall rise again. Like we need to find out what this guy knows. Dragon Queen from Legend? She's a myth. She said she'll Callum? rise again. That was bonus action. You moving anywhere? No, I'm staying right there. Aye. Mr. Krellen. Krellen runs forward and again brandishes his glaive, takes a long sweep. 22. Oh, nice. <laughs> Six damage. Five need it. <laughs> so. That'll hit. He just, okay. just boom, cleaves in him. He's like, ah, filthy flesh bag. Action surge. Do it again. Oh, my. 
Oh, oh that damage is so much better. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunate. Oh, you're yep. too zealous. Too zealous. You overswung. Too zealous. A couple of tree branches above Harambe's head fall onto Harambe. Oh, you, you didn't roll your advantage on that uh, first he hit either. Flinch with those uh, no, yeah, you can you can crit fish for advantage on the first hit. Yeah, because uh, Sean Goddingbolt. Sorry, Krellen, oh, uh, Callum Goddingbolt. Right, too. Um, oh, wrong one. That one. Uh, no crit, no difference. Worth it. Anything else? Nope, that's Krellen. Uh, Spencer. Wait, yes, sorry, bonus action. <laughs> sorry, I forgot. I, 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 no, 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 sorry, I'm too far out. I'm too far out. I'm too far out. Never mind. Sorry. Uh, Spencer. Yes, no, <laughs> penis. <laughs> well, while Callum <laughs> looks on, like, in undecided on what he wants to do next, Spencer strolls in. Uh, he will hand, uh, he'll reach out a hand and he will uh, declare to these creatures, like, you foul beasts, enough of that. And he will cast Thunder Wave at orange and green, uh, DC 13, as he'll do a diagonal 15-foot cube from his position. Cube. Cube. Uh, yeah, you can make it work. Yep. Well, you you can also do cubes from their diagonal and basically shoot them like yeah. a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. Uh, it's a con, right? Sorry? Yep. 13, constitution save. One's a natural one. Uh, the other's a pass. We'll say the orange guy eats the full brunt of it with a natural one. The green guy has a little bit of cover from him. So orange guy play. also gets blown back 10 feet away. Callum gets a little excited here in the thunder. <laughs> <laughs> Krellen, you see a guy just stagger it like right behind you. Just see Krellen just kind of like, what? I've passed him to you, my good friend. Yeah. 13 damage. Let me add that in. Uh, half damage, sorry, yeah, half damage is six. And I will give Bardic Inspiration to Harambe. Harambe. My large simian friend. Finish that, that disgusting creature off. He actually just tossed you a banana. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh your mother, I was drinking. Bardic Inspiration <laughs> is potassium. Damn Harambe. <laughs> My friend, you <laughs> look a little famished. Look like you're gonna cramp any time now. Uh, Dorville. Yeah, Dorville is going to scroll through. We'll say to a. To here. And instead of flame coming from his fingertips. The, the storm is going to literally emerge into his palm of his hands, and he is also going to cast Thunder Wave. Hit, Ting. attempting to hit green and orange. Green and orange constitution saving throws. Uh, the green guy's gonna fail, the other guy's gonna pass. Uh, 11 damage. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> 5 damage for this guy. They're both looking pretty haggard now, being blown all over the battlefield. Uh, this guy gets blown One back. fail gets blown back. He gets pushed right into Spencer's face. Whoosh. 
Uh, My word, even uglier up close. <laughs> uh, anything else? Uh, no. That is it. Okie dokie. Well, running doesn't seem like an option now. That's right. Uh, does Harambe speak Draconian? No. So in a in a, a whisper into his eyes. In a whisper, he starts whispering in Draconic, and then realizes that you have no clue. He's got you get that look like. I don't know what, like, just glazed over. Like, and he bro. switches to a guttural form of common. And he's just like, Fleshbag, you die now. And he pulls out a couple of daggers and starts stabbing you with them. Uh, hopefully, uh, one's going to be a 22. The other one's going to be an 18. Both hit? Oh, my. 18's a meaty beady. Uh, so let's get the piercing damage out of the way first. That's uh, seven points of piercing damage, right. as well as nine. Both? Yeah, that's that's total. So seven piercing and nine poison, and I need you to make a Constitution saving throw. Woohoo! Uh, yeah, you feel pretty good. I Again, you look down at these daggers, and you're just like, oh, that's some gross green goo on there. It staggers me. Uh, you feel you feel no ill, no further ill effects from it, and he's going to start to continue trying to run away. So you can make your attack of opportunity if oh, you wish. Oh, I will. And so will I. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, my goodness. Oh, if the 13 doesn't hit, you can also use your bardic inspiration on that, too. D6, right? Yep. Uh, you will not need it. Oh, okay. Or Krellen has attached the foe. Burns <laughs> tail Krellen, to start running. In case the other guys can understand Draconic, Krellen yells at the corpse of the guy as he he's trying to slink away. Evil will not prevail this time, friend. And he turns and he glares at the guy that is now at his uh, uh, seven o'clock there. Before turning, you look to see this creature's body in the forest and you see that it's not really even a body anymore. It looks to be a puddle of goo Ugh. in a cloak. A cloak like submerged partially in a puddle of goo. Ew. And, and then the puddle of goo kind of goes... And you think that if you were standing nearby that puddle of goo, uh, that bad things would have happened to you. Potentially. These, these disgusting Fish. creatures can't even have the decency to die properly. <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. Uh, yeah, he had uh, 12 HP left. Wow. Nice. Well done, Krellen. Uh, Sir Xander. Uh, knowing... What I do now about the fact that when they die, they release this gas. Is there a possibility to dodge it when when they if I drop them? Only if you're not right beside him when he dies. Thanks, Jimmy. That is going to be an issue. Sorry. Spencer will remember that. <laughs> As this creature is aggressive. I, I, look I served them like, up for you to easier to hit. I'm a I, thank you, my, I thank you, my homeless-looking friend. I will attempt to, <laughs> to deal with them. I, I lived in a tavern most of my life. 
You may not have the stench of it, but you look muddy and filthy like most of the drunks I know. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no offense. Um. Was that a vicious mockery from a paladin? No, it wasn't. It was my charisma. I'm attempting a subtle, to... subtle mockery from the paladin. <laughs> Don't worry, it fits you really well. It was not subtle. What are you going to do there, Sir Xander? I am going to... How's he looking? Uh, gross and scaly. Uh, the, both, these, both the remaining guys are looking pretty haggard. Really warm in my little nook, so I've got an ice pack on my back in between me and the chair, and it's so nice, but it keeps slipping and getting too near my butt. And I'm like, nope, I don't need a cold butt. No, cold wet you. butt? Nope, no thanks. <laughs> a wet fanny. A wet fanny. Yeah, I have to keep remembering cutting words is actually a thing that I can do. I always forget yep. that exists. I was just thinking that. <laughs> no pressure! He's got a zero! There, he's, he's, got, he's got pressure, it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. Do not worry, my young friend. There's only many... one adversary in front of you. That should be your focus. <laughs> I'm wondering whether it is worth capturing at least one to get more information. I do not know what these creatures are. I mean, well, that's, oh, that's after he I dies. Know that is. <laughs> you stepped around that on the path to get here. Very well. I will. There's at least the orange one. I will strike this one down, or at least attempt to. For an eighteen-three slashing yep. damage. Three slashing damage. Uh, um, still standing. I am going to burn a a spell slot to divine smite him. My D8 radiant damage. Sorry, 2D8 radiant damage. I'm guessing these aren't undead or fiends. They don't really look like it. Do they count as humanoids? Uh, do they? Uh, no. No, they do not. You rolled two ones on two D8s. Yes, I did. He had two That's HP so... left, Alex. You couldn't have fucked it up, but <laughs> but you came real fucking close. <laughs> so this creature falls over, turns to stone, and emits a gross death. <laughs> Con saves from Spencer. I know I was getting hit by this because <laughs> like, I I'm, unlike all of these like big strong men, <laughs> I don't have constitution. Nice time to crit, buddy. Nope. Uh, so, Sir Xander feels good. No problem. Uh, Spencer feels this mist start to overtake him, and he feels restrained as he feels like his hands and his feet start to just clamp up, and as if he is turning to stone. Oh, no. Oh. You effectively have the restrained condition. Oh. For now. Oh God. Uh, so Xander, the rest of your turn, please. Um. I don't believe there's really 
Harambe calls for aid. <laughs> I need healing. I, I'm hurt. I mean, Rohan will I answer. I need healing. <laughs> I'm the one that's gonna be a statue in two turns. <laughs> and then come back as a ghost to haunt Jimmy for the rest of the campaign. <laughs> that would be amazing. Like a ghost um, sword. Does it count as a disease or a poison, or would I even know that? You probably wouldn't know that. Uh, it requires an action, too. That, um... It is an action for lay on hands. I will, uh, I will leave him to you, then, my cleric friend. That one turn took longer than everyone else's combined. <laughs> I uh, run over to Orange, and I end my turn. <laughs> you stare yeah, menacingly at him. Uh, he sees you come running up, and he looks between you, and he looks back at Krellen. You, the Krellen, he's like, ah, 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 and he goes like this, and he goes side to side, and stabs each of you once with a short sword. <laughs> uh, let's see. On... Sir Xander is going to be a 23 to hit. Oh, and Krellen wow. is going to be an 18 to hit. Yup. Uh, these guys don't do as much damage, unfortunately. On Sir Xander is going to be max damage at 7. Mm. On Krellen is going to be min damage at 2. Oh my god. <laughs> That's the disparity of the dice right there. 6 and a 1 on the dice. Krellen definitely kind of... Whoa! Uh, then he's going to see... Th the situation he is knows the futility of it and try and run. So, opportunity from both. Yep. Uh... Yeah. He no longer exists. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what does matter is Spencer's current condition. Sure does. My friend, Spencer, uh... are you okay over there? Apparently not. I seem to be uh, uh, stiffening up quite uh, quite quickly. Uh, giggity giggity is what oh, we say. runs over and he goes, oh my god, oh my god, I'm I'm so sorry. I, I don't know what to do. We could start by uh, getting another constitution saving throw from Spencer. Oh, well, you're effectively out of combat, but we'll see what goes with this. Well, I would like the paladin to make a fucking medicine check to see if he can actually fix this. 17. Uh, 17 pass. You feel I your will... fingers and toes start to return to normal. Oh, okay. As you kind oh. of give it a shake off, and you're like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, that's effectively the first combat. Done and dusted. Oh. Is everybody okay? Appears so. alive. Same. Well, I've certainly learned my lesson. I'm going to effectively fight these creatures from 115 feet away. <laughs> <laughs> One glass at a time. Apologies <laughs> for that. Yes, I wasn't aware of their after death. Their untimely demise circumstances. Yes. I've never... I don't recognize these creatures. What? Well, some of you they? seem to be able to talk to them, which I don't yes. quite understand, but... They quite suspect. Speak. Certainly. Spencer pokes at the, the chunk of rock that's what once was a lizard man. Yep. yep. You see Krellen uh, kind of walk off over to the bushes. Is it stone through, like all the way through? Uh, da -ba -da -ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Uh, after a minute, 
that stone just completely crumbles to dust. Oh. Yeah. What an unfortunate way to die. <laughs> uh, How horrible. Spencer will probably go over and see if there's any survivors amongst the things pasted onto the map. I was about yeah. to do the same thing first. Like, like is anyone yeah. alive? And Krellen, Krellen's over in the bushes and he's using his glaive to kind of like poke at the puddle and the uh, the cloak and he kind of half lifts the cloak up in the air and is dripping this and whatnot. And yeah, you nasty. you go over and start poking at that cloak and it looks to be submerged in a type of acid. Oh. Keep is, touching it. Go ahead. Is the acid dice. eating away <laughs> the cloak? Uh, slowly, yeah. Oh, okay. yep. well, it ain't magical. Nope. Krellen, oh, Krellen no. uh, you know, it's like, ugh. Kind of flicks it off and it kind of comes back to everybody. At least I imagine it would be. Maybe not. I don't know. It's acid. Doesn't really say. It's just acid uh, damage. <laughs> as we're checking the wreckage, I, I try to just false hope, I guess. I check on the, the knights that are that are currently laid out just to see if they if they're alive. Yeah, by the time you get there, there are three soldiers, three knights, uh, and they are all very dead. There's blood splattered everywhere. Their armor looks rent by claw markings. Um, give me uh, some perception checks if you're scouring the. Yep. What the fuck? Oh, why, why the there we go. I don't see anything. Oh my god! Do not start making me roll critical. Stick together. Spencer pats this one down, looking for like a, looking for a wallet and ID. A wallet. <laughs> well, looking looking for some sort of identification of who these people were or like what order they belong to, basically. Calm's yep. looking for food. Yeah. Uh, any identifying symbols on any of them? Uh, so let's see here. Rellen, Callum, and Dorville. Start going over the bodies and whatnot, and you could see that they are indeed knights, uh, knights of Salamnia, as it would be. Uh, and their emblem, emblemization, em, their fucking sigils, their heraldry, uh, puts them in the order of the crown. Uh, oh. You could see that they also are emblazoned with kingfishers, which is kind of a symbol of the uh, the order of any any order of knight of Salamnia. The kingfisher is just like a just a sigil for them. Like a bird with a fish in his mouth. Um, let me see here. Rather uh, unfortunate that we got here as late as we did, friends. It's a Krellen with the highest roll. Uh, you're patting down a body. <clears throat> you find some correspondence on it that oh. states that these knights are knights of the crown and that they were to investigate reports of nearby farmsteads being raided by strange lizard-like creatures that seem to match these creatures' descriptions that you've just dispatched. Which way Which way is the wagon facing? Is it facing against, like, the way we were going, or was it going in the same direction as we were towards, like, the fair? No, it looks like it's going the opposite way that you were. Okay. And yeah, the, the correspondence is what very... What was it? Sorry? What was it kind of hauling? Like, what was within... What was their cargo? Uh, let's see here. Ba -ba -ba. Uh, you see that they're, the car, the wagon seems to contain mostly, like, uh, cargo for a, a small contingent of traveling soldiers. Like so it's provisions. got some... 
food, provisions, bedrolls, water skins, very mundane stuff. There's a couple of spare long swords, uh, as well as eight days of food and water for one person, give or take, uh, and about 40 gold worth of scattered coin throughout the entirety of the scene. Oh. Um, you see Kralin walk over and pick up one of the empty uh, water, <clears throat> excuse me, water skins. Never hurts to have extra of these. And you see him pick out a, pick up a water skin and put it in his pack. Calm's getting some food. Yeah, and he picks up an apple. If there is Spencer one. will, uh, he will fucking go poke the uh, the young pal in the back. He's like, give me a hand here, young man. And I. He starts kind of, Spencer starts kind of dragging the bodies off to the side of the road so they're not just splayed out in the middle of the street. Yes, yes, this is, a, this is good. These yes. men deserved better. <clears throat> yeah. I see this and I join and grab um, yep. this first man. And well, one yep. of them looks to have been over. a halfling, and that's, that's, I heard that's just what happens to, to, to they just die. Just, just die. <laughs> just, they just, yeah. <laughs> They all look to be humans. They, they only live half. They are half the size. They only live half as long. That is the name, right? It's in the name, Halflin. Small world, short life. Uh, so a couple minutes go by as you start, you know, moving the bodies around, going through the cart and whatnot, and uh, a contingent of people on the road, villagers, as well as that commoner, start. Is it? Is it okay? We don't hear. Yeah. We don't hear friend. combat they, anymore. The danger is past. Yes, the, the foul creatures have been dispatched, young man. Well, thank you for such a uh, urgent warning. He just sits down, and it's unfortunately in his own shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh, well, ew, ew. But thank you, thank you so much. I was just supposed to be showing these these soldiers the area. And we were set upon by these disgusting creatures. He's looking at, like, the dust piles on the ground. He's like, is that what's left of the... Uh, is that what's left of the creature? Uh, and he's looking very pale and green now. Citizen, you are you are sitting in your own feces, and yet this is what makes your stomach turn. <laughs> hey, at least it's my own brand. Stay, stay over there, citizen. The area's still <laughs> safe. Stay over there. <laughs> We do not wish you to accept for it's dangerous. He stays right here, looking at the piles of dust behind him and the pile of bodies that you've created in the in the near the rock face. Yes, yeah, so like, the path a little bit. What are yeah, those creatures? Dude, what, I, I would like, like to know. Yes, yeah, so like some kind of history check or something like that to see if we could figure out like uh, if we, any of us have heard of any of these things before. What, uh, some you kind most of definitely would not have. Okay. The these type of creatures have not been seen for known history or since at least the cataclysm. Oh, I see. Oh. Well, the, despite the grim situation we find ourselves in, I feel we should introduce ourselves, having bonded in battle. Hi. The young man starts walking up, going to shake Krellin's hand. He's like, "Okay, uh, my name's Reese," and he starts walking over to Dorville. My name's Reese. He's walking oh, over to every, no. everyone individually. He's like, my name's Reese. No, not, li no. not listening to hear what your no. names are. He's just like, my name's Reese. My name's Reese. He goes over to Spencer. He's like, my name's Reese. Chum. He's got a big shitting grin on his face. I'm sure, of course yeah. he does. Uh, I hope not literally. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a little, little in the corner of his mouth, just a little bit. Well, I guess very yeah, well. Man. I am, uh, I am Sir Xander, Knight of, Knight of the Sword. After greeting Reese, I turn to my uh, cleric friend and I say, "It's an honor to be fighting beside another in the order." Reese stands beside you, looks to Callum, and says, "His name's Sir Xander. My name's Reese." And he hasn't shaken Callum's hand yet, so he reaches his hand out. Uh, this one's uh, light, light in the mind, it seems. Light in the mind, indeed. I agree. Don't shake his hand. <laughs> you don't know where it's been. <laughs> I'm wearing a gauntlet. Oh no, okay. we know full well where it's been. <laughs> uh, I asked the young fellow, or Spencer asked him. So, young man, do, do these knights have anyone in town, perhaps like in Vogler, uh, that they reported to who we could uh, let know of their unfortunate demise? He just comes sauntering back over. He's like, well, I'm not from Vogler. Vogler. I'm from just a little farm up the road. I was working tending the horses to the family that lives there. Uh, and these soldiers, knights, they just came up to my master's house and asked them if if they knew the region at all. And I, I've been playing in these woods my whole life. So I offered to show them around. Who was the one that found them? It was a Callum that found the, the their orders? Yeah. So Callum walks up. Do you know anything yeah. about... Callum these, walks up or Krellen walks Krellen, up? Krellen. You get your own fucking name mistaken? <laughs> I am! <laughs> I was like, what did I do? <laughs> what did I, I do? I said, sir, cleric, uh, that note that you found, does it have a it. some sort Chris of... Chris found it. What was it yeah, Chris? Chris found, found it. Name. That's Somebody. why I got confused. He's just a penis. <laughs> Doesn't know his own name. Who, who, yep. Whichever one of you found their orders, <laughs> I'm sure there must be some sort of signage on the bottom from whoever was in charge of them, and perhaps where they were stationed. So, boy, what did you say your name was? I didn't quite catch it. Like, oh, wipes his hand off on his shirt. Is it like, my name's Reese? You see, Krellen just kind of stand there, give him that, that give him the, give him a stern look. Do you know anything about these uh, orders for these men? About what was going on with the monsters attacking? I don't know very much about them. I heard them talk about enemy troops supposedly afoot in the region, but I mean, they they were kind of annoyed by me real quick, like. Mm, I can't imagine why. I neither can I. Uh, I walk up to Krellen and I say, "Good sir, uh, may I see those orders? I am, I may be a knight of the sword now, but I was a former knight of the crown. I may be able to shed light on this." Yes, I'm familiar with knights of the crown, fortunately for you, sir. But yes, if you can make any more out of this, and he hands oh. it to uh, Sir Xander. Something, something to discuss later, it seems. Just kind of nods. Uh, uh, looking at so Xander, orders, if you look at the orders, yeah. there's no notation of like signed by, but you just see like a stamp of a kingfisher at the bottom. So there's just, just kind no of a generic, no, okay. just kind of a generic um, Knight of Salamnia signage. These are just general orders. To die without a name. Out. How, how disappointing. Well, gentlemen, considering the road is dangerous. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm off to go uh, honor my good friend uh, Green Shield. Uh, perhaps we should 
travel together up this road, considering. Certainly. There's like a small crowd of people starting to form, like, behind the bend here, all, like, waiting to see if it's safe. <laughs> um, where, uh, where are you all yes, traveling to, if I might ask? Uh, the town of Oglu. I, I was more sorry. Was more talking to the crowd. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> they're all. We're all going to Vogler for the funeral of Ispen Greenshield and the Kingfisher Festival. Ah, you see, okay. Uh, Kralin reach into his uh, into his bodice and he pulls out um, into his tunic and he pulls out a uh, a note. This Ispen Greenshield. I've never. I never knew him personally, aside from a few stories that I was able to sit in on. Um, he was a friend of my mentor. Um, you all seem to be heading to this funeral as well. Yes, he's an old friend of mine. Ispin and I have known each other come almost two decades now. That's uh, curious. Yes, he he is a good friend of my, uh, my mentor. He, he, he's a good friend of my mentor, and I, I managed to sit on a few of his stories as well. Krellin nods. He aided me in my, uh, in the mission that ended up with my knighting. I, I owe him much. This was to pay my last respects. Of course, we, you end up in, in something that would end up in one of his stories. Seems almost fitting for him. <laughs> I, yes, I uh, his stories. I wonder, I always wondered if there was, uh, more to them than, uh, just the, uh, tall tales they seemed in our very isolated little encampment. Perhaps his final blessing is to intertwine our very destinies. Perhaps. May, mayhaps. Very well, well said, my Simeon they... friend. <laughs> but I do agree that we should perhaps stick together. They were always very you. fascinating to me. <laughs> they, they were all very, very fascinating to me. I always sat in because they were always so intriguing. Uh, you've been out in the woods a little, uh, a little too long, haven't you, my friend? I've been out in the woods my whole life, as a matter of fact. He's a little quirky. <laughs> well, every, everyone should join in. The more protection here, the better. And it, be it gods or fate, our, our path forward is, is together, it seems. To Vogler. Let's go. Spencer, Spencer will scoop up like a day's worth of food and basically like <laughs> pick up an apple off the ground and start eating it on the road there. <laughs> nom, um, nom, 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 nom. Rambe will, uh, while walking, touch his shoulder and uh, heal himself a little bit with uh, lay on hands. Lay on hands. Reese is like, okay, I guess I don't have anything to do anymore. I'm going to I'm gonna go home now. And he just runs off. Remember, That's... I'm Reese. Bye. And he just runs off to like this way, and then just off to the east off that, map. That poor child is not long for this world. I have this strange <laughs> What an interesting fellow. Interesting and dirty. As you guys <laughs> all start to walk towards um, the, the town, uh, you see Dorville pick up some like apples and some other various fruits there's a pumpkin apparently starts starts burying them in the ground as to possibly like preserve the grow an apple tree the the fruits and vegetables 
Ah, yes. I, I, once had a, I once had a small dog that did a very similar thing. It was always God, just bury things in the yard. Very, very concerning. Um, remind me not to leave any of my valuables out. You're not sitting. There we go. Um, and Unless, to your help, gentlemen, maybe we can get orange. a little uh, Blackfly sponsorship, eh, Mr. Reaper? Oh, what? Blackfly? No, yeah. I'm drinking Dasani right now because uh. I'm done my alcohol and I need water to hydrate. Uh, I'm done my alcohol, by the way. <clears throat> <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm so parched. I just so text my wife. Say, uh, text, I'm, I'm going to text your wife in a minute. Elaine. <laughs> I just got flipped off for what it's worth. Um... <laughs> I'm well worth it. I'm too scared. I'm just scared to ask. Uh, the, the 40 gold that we, I'm assuming somebody fucking pocketed. Are, who's gonna keep yep. track of loot for the group? I guess stick, sticky question. fingers, Chris, probably. Probably since probably, I'm taking because he's sticky. Mm, I fingers knew it was gonna come to this. Are sticky. <laughs> Let's hope that's the only thing that stays sticky. As mm. uh, so you gather your shit up, Reese runs off. The crowd of people behind you start to make their way forward, gasping at the at the sight of bodies and oh, dust God. and the amount of shit that's seemingly on the battlefield. I just opened up Excel, and because of the size of my Excel. monitor, this massive, massive thing, because it, it opened full screen. So all Ooh. I got blinded by was this massive thing of white boxes. That, I mean, that is what Excel is. It's a big screen full of white boxes. But with, my, with, with the size of my monitor, it was overwhelmingly unexpected. Oh, God, I'm Overwhelmingly sorry. unexpected. Brady, you might say. Almost. I'm sorry, Chris. Just the way you described it is like I thought I was I, else. Door, I looked up and the sky was on fire. He got jump scared <laughs> by fucking Excel. Yeah. I thought he was gonna say something else. <laughs> so I'll throw you back on the world map for meow. Uh, the for world meow? map doesn't for meow. Oh, uh, oh dare Lee playing. I thought it was a we dairy playing. the cat ears. I have uh, Moogle ears from Kupokan a number of years ago. Oh, Thank God. you. Whiskey time. Love you. Love you too. Uh, <laughs> uh, so you continue making your way up the road to Vogler. Uh, or the problem with Vogler is it's on the other side of the river. The way to counteract that is that there are ferries. You can either pay to have a ferryman take you across, or there is a rope and pulley system with ferries and rafts and whatnot that you can make your own way across for free. Um. Good sir, Spencer goes up. And is like, how much would it cost for a, a trip across the river on on your uh, on your vessel? Three copper a person, honey. That seems more than reasonable. Pretty good seems price. Very reasonable. Pays the bills at the alehouse <laughs> later. You know what I'm saying? I, I tapped the Final Fantasy protagonist <laughs> on the shoulder and like, since you're handling our finances, uh, <laughs> pay, pay the man. Say the man. Uh, Seems like an nobody, nobody. I can't wants to even imagine the, the blisters you would get trying to pull a raft across this mighty river. And I, I after <laughs> our recent travails up on the path, I, I want no part of that. You see, you see, uh, 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 Krellen looks at his hands, and they're like nothing but callous. <laughs> so, um, certainly, I'm don't mind we have this coin that was ill-begotten to us so if you wouldn't mind 
taking us across this uh he holds out his hand away. for coin he dumps the requisite amount of what? copper into eight, his hand eight, for 18 copper yep uh yeah six of his 18 copper and he like leads the way to his little ferry and he starts to ply it across the river uh to the city of vogler i no longer need the prelude open get out of my massive amount of things i have open yeah, we finished My good tutorial. ferryman, <laughs> do you have any interesting stories about uh, traversing these waters? Interesting characters or, or whatnot that you may have seen? Uh, yeah, you know, I get a lot of a lot of people falling in. Too much drink. Uh, just gotta fish them out. And he pulls, shows you like the world's biggest net, like a comically <laughs> large fishing net. Human <laughs> net. We've seen. I've had a lot of kender. Just tend to, they tend to just jump in. And then realize they don't know how to swim, uh, so I just scoop them out for an extra couple of coppers. Uh, <laughs> it does the job. Uh, <laughs> every now and then, I see old Benibog, the line breaker. I see him in these waters. It's legendary fish around these parts. What kind of fish would would this would this creature be? Uh, he is a greater curious carp. He's a oh. big old fish. He's a big boy. Some say eight nine feet long. Biggest you carp named, I ever saw. You named a fish. Oh, I didn't river. name him. He's a legendary fish in this area. Benabog the Linebreaker has been seen for decades. Just the sight of him is are good these, luck. The Linebreaker. Are these fish good eating? Oh, cops, real good eating, boy. Real good eating. You look like you could use some fish. Put some meat on your bones. On the traversal across oh. the uh, the ferry. Uh, everyone give me a perception check. See if you can catch a glimpse of Benabog the Linebreaker. Benabog. Fifteen. Twenty-three. Oh, Callum's right there. <laughs> His head is poking yeah, out of the water and it's waving can't to you us. See, it's, it's right there. It's right there. It's it's actually splashing the boat a bit. Look in the water, and the the ferryman looks down, squints real hard. He's like, oh, I hate to break it to you, son. That's not bad. That's a big fucking fish. I'll tell you that. That's not Benabog. You'll know Benabog when you see Benabog, or when Benabog sees you. Jesus. So you see, the fishing village of Vogler clings to a spit of land reaching out into the Vingard River. Wooded cliffs overlook the community, and a path to the north descends past the ivy covered remnants of a crumbling stone keep. The village's modest wooden buildings cluster around a quaint central circle and around the riverbank. Jutting into the river out of place and seemingly out of time stands an incomplete stone bridge that looks to be your destination at the end of the ferry line. Uh, this structure looks old beyond reckoning. If you had to guess, you could, you'd probably say it predates the cataclysm. Hmm. Uh, it seems to cross over less than half, unfortunately, of the river's total width before giving way to a series of ropes and tethers and other ferries and whatnot. Uh, on the river itself, you see dozens of other small boats drift along the slow, murky waters as the fishing villagers, the fishers of Vogler, ply their trade. Uh, I can close that tab now. Thank you very much. So, a couple minutes go by. However the fuck long it takes you to traverse a river in a ferry. Listen, listen to that. I, I hear the sounds of clopping. Someone must be riding their horse across the river. It's a seahorse. 
It's a seahorse. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wait, hang on. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Damn it, Thumb was not opening. Damn it, wait. Thumb! There we go. Three <laughs> hours later. <laughs> wait, where's that? Where's that sound bite? Uh, I gotta get gotta it. Boost the server more. I gotta boost the server. We gotta boost the server more. I need more sound clips. Although I just have the one that I have the. I'm gonna rename it to the Alex clip. <laughs> oh, you know which one's actually mine. I'm coming. Uh, uh, oh, I, I muted the soundboard so I can't hear what you're, what you're pressing. <laughs> That's an unfortunate situation. Uh, is it? Is it though? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Hmm. Uh, so you're gonna end up on this little little dock. A little wharf down here in the, uh, just below the bridge, to the right-hand side of it. The ferryman pulls up, ropes off, kind of ushers his hands, does a little bow. He's like, you have arrived in Vogler. Good fishing to you. Thank you, sir. Good luck you. finding your, uh, Benabog? Oh, I, I see him every now and then. Whenever I see him, I know it's going to be a good day. I know mm. the missus will have some hot soup. And we'll just be a be a happy day. Before you, as you're taking off, could you direct us to the the brass crab? The brass crab? Oh yeah, yeah. You wanna you wanna look over? I bet I can reveal it. I can actually reveal it because it's a proper game and a proper map. There's the brass crab. I should beforehand. Is there a? Is there a post for for knights posted here, or a barracks of some kind? Uh, he starts like scratching his head. He's like, barracks is a, a real rough way to put it. There's only one knight in Vogler, and that's Becklin, Sir Becklin, Becklin with Viharan. She resides over in Thornwall Keep there to the northwest. Ah, okay. Well. Thank you for the information and for the ride. Oh, of course. A safe journey. Good day. Good day. Importantly, where's the best place to shop in this town? That's uh, a good question. Well, we got a uh, we got a bunch of shit, don't we? We got a marketplace. We got uh, you want some drink? Some drink is the good place to get drink at. It's either the brass crab itself, or you can go over there to the fish bowl. He takes you up the stairs, and he starts oh. pointing around the city. You go a little northwest over there, you'll end up at the fishbowl. Uh, what's the fishbowl got to say? Where's my flavor text for the fishbowl? I scrolled too far. After a long day on the river, many of Vogler's fishers gather at the fishbowl to tell tales, quench their thirst, and indulge in fresh-baked fish pies. This cramped but well-kept tavern is known for its savory baked goods rather than its weak ale. He tells her, hey, you want to go to the fishbowl, you go see Elthar. He's a good man. Makes good pies. Ale's a little shit, though. You want better ale, you go to the Brass Crab. We got a marketplace down here as well, if you're looking to shop. We ain't got a whole lot. Fishing supplies, uh, a couple of couple of knives, maybe some banged-up armor. I see. Thank you, friend. Yeah, sure. He's like, <clears throat> he's still standing there, and you see he's just got his hand reached out. Crowley just shakes his head, puts a silver in his uh, in his hand, and begins to walk uh, up towards. He the looks down at it, expecting a cop. Or is it? Oh, oh! He's like nodding, bowing, unsoul. Thank, thank you, sir. Thank you. 
That did not look like bowing on the screen. <laughs> no. <laughs> it did not. The tempting uh, self fellatio on stream. Oh, shit. <laughs> Breaking the internet. Artistic nudity. Artistic nudity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't shut call it down. that. I can't call it shut that. down. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, see, in front of you, you have the town of Vogler. What? Well, gentlemen, where do what we want like to go to first? Uh, before, before we kind of disembark, uh, Calm, can I look at the group and say, hey, uh, I know I kind of did some pretty uh, divine things back there, but uh, I'm trying to keep the whole cleric thing on the down low right now, just because it's kind of not really common. You guys That's mind me? Like, too. So not. you've seen, you I've saw seen Callum cast spells, you saw Spencer cast spells, and you saw, you saw Sir Xander cast spells, and you saw Dorville cast spells. The rest of you, uh, even you, the, all six of you know that, that magic isn't like a super common thing in this world. So when you start doing that kind of stuff, uh, you look around and you see other people doing it as well. You're like, hmm, this is some, this might be some good company I got here. I put my hand on his shoulder when he says that and I go, don't worry, my brother. Rule 34. Rule 34. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is, finds it hilarious. Sir Xander is very confused. Um, <laughs> you see Krellen just kind of look at... at, at at uh, Callum's statement, and he just kind of nods, and you see him slowly turn and start to move towards town. So, friends, where do we head first? Well, if we are all here for the same reason, uh, it, sta right. it stands to reason then we, we may want to check in at the Brass Crab with our uh, benefactor, Mr. Becklin Uth Viharan. Yes, Mr. Becklin. Oh, whoever Not this is. Familiar. Yes. You guys all receive a letter from him, I take it, as well. Oh, wait, Becklin Bahar. That's the person that was mentioned by that, uh, that would be that, that woman yes. knight that was mentioned by the, the, the river crossing person. The only knight uh, in Ola Vogler, it seems. Which is strange, why is there only one So she is the one who invited us along for Ispen's funeral. So we may want to find out exactly when the proceedings are going to be held. Very good point, sir. The oh, brains the, the uh, I hate to come sure, all this yes. way and then miss it. All right, one thing I neglected to make in my prep was a party token. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to roll a d6, and it's a 5. One of my characters so, is going to be the party token. Uh, Krellen is your party token for the moment. Hey! hey. There you go. Of course, it's the loot guy. <laughs> hey, it's your walking money bag. He's, you follow him around. I don't have Agatha. So. Maybe you can make us a party token in the background. I can, I can, throw, I can throw mine in friggin' Discord, but I just can't remember where I put the stupid thing. Like a tip jar for, for yeah. Reaper's better half. For all the work. You be careful what you say around me, Coke. <laughs> oh, I can't control yours, so I drop mine. Uh, oh, I don't know what. Just go like that, then. Yeah. So, okay, Weird. friends, head to the brass crab. To the brass crab, it seems. So, does this crab look just brassy, or is it also slightly crusty? Uh, <laughs> oh, it's very itchy. Crusty crab, creature. Uh, let's see, the brass crab. Brass Crab looks to be a single modest story in on the village wharf, and its exterior vaguely resembles its namesake. 
kind of like you see it's kind of stretching out in all directions. It's it's weird looking. Looks kind of like a crab. Uh, there are many people milling about uh, as you kind of make your way along near the uh, village circle. You Ooh. see that there are many people setting up, you know, stalls, getting ready for this Kingfisher Festival that is about to take place. Now, do we know how long uh, it's going to be? Because the the funeral is supposed to be like the day before the Kingfisher? The day before. Day before. And as it stands, uh, you've timed your travel quite well to know when the Kingfisher Festival is. Oh, good. And the Kingfisher Festival is tomorrow. Oh. Hey. I would imagine that uh, Ispen <laughs> Greenshield's funeral is tonight. Ah. We best get checked in, then. We should have asked where the funeral house was. Well, we... The letter told us to go to the Brask. Spencer, Spencer, be able to say... The letter that I received from this Becklin Vaharan said that accommodations would be at the Brass Crab, so I'm assuming... It did mention that funeral... The memorial service would be in the stylings of Ispen, and if I know him, then the brass crab would be exactly where they're going to have it. That uh, much like revelry his... will probably be had. Yeah, he did like his ale. That is true. <laughs> that he did. That. We didn't get much uh, ale in our compound, uh, although it seemed that whenever Ispen did uh -oh. stop by to see Sir Frederick, Crown's that, uh, a lightweight. It seemed to flow quite freely those nights. I'm not quite sure why. <laughs> yes, he, uh, Ispin always said he did like our homemade brew. So, oh. yeah, the you brass. Do you have any homemade this, brew on this you? place? <laughs> I don't. Has many other Traveling without homemade destroyed. brew. That's fair. <laughs> I could possibly whip some up if I can find the ingredients, though. Intriguing. Is that, is that perhaps why you were burying those fruits earlier? <laughs> Fermentation? No, no. Well, I mean, it could help in the process. Maybe I'll go back and pick some up after they've been sitting for a little while. <laughs> That's rather concerning. Oh, let us let us get ch uh, checked in and uh, possibly meet with Lady Beckett, Becklin. Uh, not only do we need to get checked in, I believe perhaps we should inform her of uh, of the troubles on that we found on the road. Indeed, good point. A little bit of a two birds one stone situation we've got going. Hmm. Hmm. Walk yes. through the front door. I get it because they turned to stone. I got yep, that right. Yeah, I thought that too. <laughs> Man, this guy's a real novelist. <laughs> Somebody put up the Captain America meme. It's like I got that. I, I, got that. I understood <laughs> that one. I understood that. Cal, Cal kind of like walks up to Spencer, like I, I've read some of your books, man. Like they're, they're so good. Well, I thank you. I'm always pleased to meet someone that has enjoyed my work. They're very, very much worth the read. Are, are, you, are you finishing your next book? Uh, I'm currently I, I just, a bit just... stymied on how exactly to end uh, the, the, the Dusk series, as, as it were. 
this last book needs to have some sort of spectacular conclusion and uh, right now the exact means of which we are going to get there escapes me I'm hoping that my travels here uh, give me some inspiration with which to uh, to finish my novel well, when it's when it's done, I mean, if you ever need someone to, like you know, like proofread it, I mean, <laughs> I'd, I'd be more than willing to like you know give her a gander if you if you ever need some help, you know, just a second I'll, opinion or some reading of it. I'll keep that in mind. Duly noted. <laughs> Make your way inside the brass crab, uh, <clears throat> and you see that it is already very raucous, very loud. It's a lot going on in here. Vogler itself doesn't look to be necessarily a like large village. It's kind of small, medium-sized, give or take. But with the Kingfisher Festival, with Ispin's funeral, it looks like many people are have traveled recently to Vogler, and it is booming. It is bustling. Uh, you walk in and you see there's a few servers, you know, milling about, handing out big horns and mugs of ale, and dilling out of dishing out a few plates of food. Um, you also see on one wall of this, uh, large circular common room features a faded mural of two enormous crabs that are locked in combat, inlaid with brass details. Hmm. Just like, rah, fighting. Like, make sure two claws just, like, stuck together. It appears to be some sort of crab confrontation uh, as a mural on the wall. <laughs> a crab, a crab <laughs> confrontation. <laughs> Uh, that would be a God. spectacle to see as long as they weren't your typical, like, eating crabs. I wonder if they have, like, matches you can bet on. That'd be fun. Oh. Even even normal-sized crabs. You could, you could tie knives I mean, to their claws. Crab, crab Royal Rumble. Crab Royal Rumble. <laughs> could be. Well, I mean. Who's coming in next? intriguing. Ooh, it's John Crabber. Do, 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 do. <laughs> oh. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Wait, I don't see anything. What's going on? Uh, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Uh, so you make your way into this common room, and it is unmistakable who you are here to see. The only other one in the room decked out in full Salamnic armor is the knight Becklin Uthviharan. Oh. Who I just closed her handout tab like a fool. I alert everybody. There she is. She oh. is standing on one side of the room in conversation with uh, a handful of people. She does not have her her sword is at her at her uh, at her waist at her hip. Uh, she doesn't have her helmet or her shield with her though at the moment. But she is standing there in conversation. Yeah. We approach. I as as we get closer, I pretty much like stand up straight and salute, arm over the chest. I quickly follow behind. Same thing. Lady the Becklin. two of you knights as well, and she throws up a sharp salute. Sees Arambe. Doesn't know who to salute first. <laughs> she starts saluting everybody. Turns <laughs> to the barkeep, starts saluting her. Say. <laughs> 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 So you, you must be here for Ispen's funeral. Now, let me see if I can pick you out on who you are. Gorgeous George? 
and looks <laughs> over at Harambe. And then you hear the barkeep from the other side of the room. I told you a million times, Beckley, Gorgeous George is the one on the left. And she's pointing at the big mural of crabs on the wall fighting. And she's like, ah, I'm only pulling your leg. I don't know who you are. Who are you? I'm Humrumba the Brave, and I'm here to play my honors. We got this letter, and I show the letter that actually was sent to me. Oh. About this. Been... That's that's my own handwriting. It's good. To, I've been waiting to see you. And you, you, a fellow knight, forgive me. What is your name? Looks I over at Sir Xander. Sir Xander, my lady. And I also received a letter. Yes, yes. Ispen has so many friends. Forgive me. Uh, I have heard your names before, but it's hard to put a face to names. And you see her kind of looking around the room, and she's like, her eyes go fucking wide. And she's like, except that face. Do you know who's at the other side of the bar right now? Do you know that man right there? That is none other than Spencer St. Clair, famed author. And you see her go to the bar real quick, come back, and she's got a pride and prestidigitation clutched to her chest. Oh my god. It's like, do you do you know who he is? Yes. Very famous author. Yes. Shut the fuck up. And she sees she's very pink in the face at the moment. She's just like, oh, okay. Okay, he's here. He actually came. Okay. Yes. Lady Beckett, I may not I need a paperback. I understand he's an, he's an author, but I may not have read his works, but... Uh, you don't know what you're missing. <laughs> you, you are a knight of the crown, my lady. Oh, that's fine. And you can tell by looking at her that she's kind Lost of... She's a bit middle-aged. She's not uh, not old. She's not young, but she is. She's She's got some lines on her face. You can tell she's seen some shit. Yeah. Uh, and is very lonely, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like, like um, uh, yes, it's very nice of you to <clears throat> come all this way for our good friend's funeral. Uh, it's so wonderful of you to come. Is she talking to Spencer now? She's not, she's not the only one. She's just still like staring over, like in between Harambe and Sir Xander, like listening to what they have to say. Every now and then her eyes go back to one of the two knights and then they immediately drift right back to the middle. You could feel me feel like the heat of her just staring at you. Xander, after a while, just sighs, looks down, is like, would you like me to introduce you to him? I don't want to impose. I mean, but if you could. <laughs> <laughs> you well, see Crowley, and he's the, the, the fingers between the, between the eyes holding the bridge of his nose. <laughs> he hasn't introduced himself or anything yet. He's just like, hmm. Well, Harambe, let us, uh, let's introduce the lady knight of the town to the author. And she starts, like, fixing her hair. <laughs> oh, boy. Picking at her teeth. <clears throat> she puts the book out of sight. She's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit, I can't seem too eager. <laughs> well, follow us. Who comes walking with you? Uh, I guess Spencer's at the bar, like, trying to flag down the the barman for a, for a drink. It's a, it's a human woman behind the bar. And she's like, yes, what will you have, love? So, well, my dear, it's been a very long journey today to, to get here. What would you recommend? I'd recommend the same thing everyone else is drinking. Ale. That sounds lovely. I would I would be pleased to have one. Absolutely. And she goes, she's like, hey, for your manners, I'll even give you a clean glass. 
Just spits in a glass. Starts wiping so, it out. Oh. Then she goes over to a basin of water, rinses that out in there as well, dries it off, pours oh. a nice big horn of ale, big mug of ale for you, slides it across. She's like, gives you a wink. Jesus. Spencer just smiles back at her. Like, a nice, warm, like, friendly smile. The tooth just sparks. Like, like, like <laughs> a sparkly tooth. <laughs> I, uh, walking up, I politely tap Spencer on the shoulder. He's like, my dear bard friend, uh, not to, bar- not to bother you during leisure after our hurdles, but uh, it appears the lady uh, knight who invited us is somewhat of a fan of yours. Would you mind meeting her? Absolutely. So Spencer walks over and says, like, you must be Lady Viharan, the one who oh, he knows was... my name. He knows my name. It was so kind of you to send me that letter to let me know of the, the tragic passing of my dear friend. Uh, I'm, I'm afraid that without your letter, I probably would have missed the festivities and not gotten to celebrate his terrible passing uh, the way he would have most enjoyed. It gets real somber again, remembering that her friend is dead. <laughs> and then she sent everyone here for a funeral, and she's like, oh, mm, mm, uh, yes, yes, it's a, it's a true shame of Ispin's passing. I was, I was, I just left his house. I guess he went to bed and just didn't, didn't wake up. Very unfortunate, but he was, he had a good life. He was a very storied adventurer, a very old man. He'd seen the world once or twice and told everyone about it. Oh, yes. Well, I over spent, I spent over. many an evening over the last couple decades seated at various bars and taverns and meaderies uh, listening to all sorts of his tales. Yes, it's a, it's a true tragedy, but you could tell by the turnout that he, had, he touched a great many deal of people. Speaking of touching a great many deal of people... <laughs> I'm a big fan. Absolutely big And she's she's got her hands behind her back the whole time, and she just whips out a co- her copy of Pride and Prestidigitation, and she's just like, I hate to impose. Would you, would you mind signing it? My dear hostess, I would be absolutely delighted to sign this for you. Just make it out to eBay. I mean, <laughs> Beckland. <laughs> oh, my God. eBay. <laughs> So Spencer <laughs> Spencer opens it up. He reaches into his pack, pulls out a like a quill and that because I was smart enough to actually have <laughs> to take like ink and quills and it's like I'm not gonna take useful shit. I'm taking like a fucking calligraphy pack. <laughs> what would what would Spencer St. Clair have? I, mean, I do have pack. like an adventurer's kit or whatever with too with paper? like rope and stuff, but I also have like all the the other bullshit. Uh, yeah, so he just takes out and with with a dexterous hand and like with like nice beautiful flowing like calligraphic lettering, he signs um, to the lovely Becklin Uthvaharan. Um, it was a deep pleasure to have met you this day in Vogelin, uh, and then Spencer Saint Clair in like big sweeping letters underneath it. Yeah, just a big whooshing signature. You hand it back to her. She's just like, thank you so much. I can't wait for your next book to come out. I'm sorry. I don't don't normally get like this. I'm sorry. I'm such a big fan. I'm very pleased to hear that. 
I guess you've you've managed to make it in time for the funeral. Uh, are these your friends? Looking around at the other, at Callum, Dorville, and Krellen. Yeah, we are sort well. of companions of happenstance. We seem to have uh, run into a bit of trouble on the road. The a few knights of the crown were attacked by some deplorable-looking creatures. Some sort of dra- dragon lizardy fellows. Uh, they killed these poor knights, and uh, were going to have their way with the rest of us travelers. But myself and these companions managed to uh, bring them to a, a vicious and final end. Aye. Yes, they were very ugly. <laughs> he gets real it. somber all of a sudden again, like that, that like, just met my favorite celebrity moment is kind of gone. And she's just like... They were accosted on the road. I had heard there were other knights in the region. I, they were looking for something. I didn't even get. I didn't get the full memo. Just that they were looking for enemy troops. Uh, yes, I, I believe think we, I monstrous believe we creatures. I believe we found some some orders on them. One of my companions here has them. Uh, perhaps you'd like to hand them to the lady. You see, Krellen come over and uh, provide it to the. Oh no, sir! No, I'd given it to uh, Sir Oh, I guess I would still have it, yes. Right here. Everyone, sure. Everyone else besides Spencer <laughs> starts patting their pockets. Everybody's like, I can't patting their pockets. Where is it? Where is it? Who's got it? Who's got it? She takes the notes from Sir Xander, I guess. And she looks at it. She's like, this is this is very disturbing. I had, I had received a similar correspondence that there would be other knights uh, in the area looking for enemy troops. I've heard that there are rumblings to the east of uh, potential war. I didn't think it had bled this far west yet. This is war. this is good to know. I've only heard whispers. I don't know much clashes to the east. So this is... She looks around at the room. She's like, this, this town isn't much, but it's... It's kind of... It's my home now. It's where, I'm, where I plan to live out the rest of my days. I've served for a good long time. And I've taken up residency in Thornwall Keep to oversee the defense of this city and also have a quiet retirement. I still but I still do my duties. Uh, I help train the local militia. They're not much, but uh, you know, they'll they'll get the job done when it comes time. If if it comes time. Fishers and farmers mostly, but uh Please, please, come, come, come in. Have have some drinks. And she goes to the barkeep. She's like, Yalme, Yalme, some ales for all of our friends here. Uh, is your is your cup empty, Spencer? Sir, Mr. St. Clair, would you like another round? I roll my eyes. I'm still working on my first one, but I will make sure that I, I keep you in mind for my second. <laughs> she gets all like... <laughs> okay, 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 it's okay. Okay, shut up. I whisper to Callum is like, are his books uh, something of a of an extraordinary thing? I I I can't say I divulged it. them. He, he's quite the author. He's made some quite amazing adventurous books. I haven't dived into all of his collection, but the the one that he's currently trying to finish, I mean, whew, it's quite the read. <laughs> Perhaps <laughs> I should take a gander. What uh, what would you recommend? I can't remember the name of the series. These are <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the Dusk, dusk series. series. The dusk. It, yeah, 
uh, you they're, they're talking about you hear you see uh uh Krellen kind of lean in thieves can't she can <clears throat> i i haven't read that one but uh the dusk series is is quite phenomenal you should you should definitely read it and just wait for his ending wait for the next well. one to come out just please please oh, I... sit have have some drinks it must have been a long road here tell me tell me about your your encounter what were these what were these creatures that you met on the road they they walked like men but they were covered in scales i believe uh the leader or one of them had sprouted wings and spoke in a tongue i did not recognize it, it was uh, yes <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you, oh, what I was going to mention at the time, I got busy with something else. You noted that that one that did the fuck ton of poison damage and shit like that, he was of a different coloring of scales than the other two. You would have noticed that the first ones, uh, that you, uh, the, the weaker looking ones were kind of a bronzy color and the other one was kind of a coppery color. Uh, it was pretty the handouts. If I edit the names, I'm just going to call them Draconians and take out what they're actually called until you learn what they're called. Let's go to players. I mean, I'll... Let's see. Are dragons, like, con like, really common knowledge for people in this Dragons would have been, like a, like, a, a thing of the past. Dragons don't really, they're not commonplace. Can I make a check to see if Spencer knows that, like, copper and, like, brass or whatever are colorations of dragons? Uh, sure. Arcana? Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm, su I'm gonna suck at any of these int ones, so, I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm still gonna try and do it. Uh, 13. <laughs> Well, it's a 13. Yeah, it's a 13. I assume you don't second, have advantage. Second, no, the second number is the advantage. Uh, so being the noted um, kind of author you are, a very learned individual, uh, you know, you got to pull your inspiration from all over the place. You would have noted that there are, dragons were, were very different colors. You know, you, had, you know the full spectrum. It's all kind of like legend at this point. Brass, copper, you know, all those ty type of dragons. Uh, there is kind of a bit of a hierarchy between what is more powerful between them. Reyna, what are you doing, dog? Silly girl. Sorry. Yeah, so Spencer would tell us. I believe, yeah, they seem to be some, almost some relation to, to the dragons, those ancient mythical beasts. Did they say anything to you? They Becklin did. asks. They did, as a matter of fact. You see uh, Krellen kind of sit up and they spoke in Draconic, as Callan mentioned, and amongst the insults, he told us that the queen... Uh, I should have highlighted it. The believe you said rise. the dragon queen will rise again. Yes. Rise again, yeah. 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 That, Beckham's like, that is extremely troubling. I haven't heard reports of dragons or dragon-like creatures, but this queen, what is this queen? They say what this queen was called. Just the dragon queen? Oh, I said it. I'm looking, making, I'm pressuring Chris for his notes. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, was <laughs> this one I didn't uh, take note of it because I don't speak draconic. 
<laughs> frantically looking at notes. Frantically. Nope. <laughs> Didn't he speak in um in common at one point and say I didn't write did. down her name. He did, but he just said Okay, uh, then, flesh I, then I could say them. To uh because if he would have spoken in, in common uh to Kesis? Kesis. And you see Vecklin's eyes go wide and the surrounding people in the bar kind of like what did he just say? Gazuntite. Yeah. And people go back to drinking and whatnot. And Becklin's eyes go wide. She's like, Takesis, that's the name. It's a name I've not heard in a long time. It's me, of course. No, not Obi-Wan. Um, yes, that is that is a very, very old name. One that hasn't been heard of for centuries. Since the Cataclysm. Since before the Cataclysm. Takesis is the name of the Dragon Queen. She threatened the Kryn. She threatened the Kryn region, the Kryn, the planet of Kryn. She threatened the the region of Ancelon a long time ago. And the stories are lost to the ages at this point, but rumors of Takesis in this day and age, I mean, it's unheard of. Oh, I got the hiccups. That one hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, quick, someone scare him. It's extremely Ooh. troubling. Where I, I know how to scare him. Luke, you're out of crown. I bought more today. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I had two you places to go today. The, the, <laughs> two places to go today. Liquor store and the cannabis store. And I went to both. Actually, I told Tiffany I was going to the cannabis store. And I came home with uh, a bag a bag from the cannabis store as well as a big bottle of crown. Uh, a 12-pack of the Black Fly Maltese. As well as a six pack of mics for her. There you go. Uh, so uh, Spencer that, asks that, her the like, what? And this this dragon queen, uh, and wh how exactly did the people uh, dispose of her? Because clearly, clearly, as the Ancelon still happens to be here, uh, she must not be around anymore. So, what actually happened to her? I'm afraid I, I'm not up on my. My ancient history. I prefer to write news stories, not so much revel in ones that happened long before I was born. He's like, well, you see, now I only know part of the story. You see, the keep I live in, Thornwall Keep, uh, the bottom floor of it is a library, but Thornwall Keep is uh, its kind of a ruin. It's fallen to decay over the years, and a lot of this, I, mean, I have to un unbury a lot of what's in there, so... I haven't gotten around to what actually happened to her yet, but I do know that she was thwarted and driven off from this world a long, long, long time ago. Pre-cataclysm. She's no longer so here, does, so... Does, does this mean that uh, she has returned? I that's, mean, we got that's the troubling part. People. Oh, I... I haven't heard oh, any dear. stories about dragon people oh, in apple thing. at all. No, neither have I. I haven't even heard of dragons for the longest time. They quit this world long, long time ago. We hear tales of dragonelles out in the wastes, but not dragons. Dragonelles? Dragonelles is uh, like a lesser cousin of a dragon. Like is this related like... to the uh, 
the rumors of wars in the East? I don't want to think so, but there's a lot of pieces falling into place here that I don't like. We should we should continue to talk, but if you'll if you'll excuse me, Mister Saint Clair, uh, I I have some more preparations to do for the funeral. Uh, it's a couple hours away, so if you wanted to putter around the city, get your bearings uh, as evening starts to fall, if you'd like to come back to the Brass Crab for the funeral, uh, we will be having it on the... You see, there's a little dock right outside. I should put that on the map layer, not the token layer. Now I can't click it. Uh, right, there's a dock right outside the Brass Crab. We intend to hold the funeral outside there. That sounds wonderful. We, I will make sure that we all get back here in time for it. Okay. It was very good to meet all of you, especially <laughs> you. She looks at Spencer. Uh, uh-huh. she, it was very nice. I can't believe you all came. I'm so happy. It's Ispen would have loved to have seen the gathering of people of his friends who have who have come to see him. Dorval and I never actually ended up introducing ourselves to her. I don't believe. <laughs> As we're sort of leaving, it's like, wait. And then Spencer starts like rustling through his bags. Like, I may have something that you, you might be interested in. Uh, I, in the midst of my travels, I've also been, they've had me promoting my, my previous book. It probably didn't make it all the way out to this region as of yet. So here, uh, take this copy of Naked Came the Sahagan. And as a gift from me. Good God. Miss Hagen, what the fuck? She, she looks down at it, just like I, I have so much to do. I don't have time to read right now. It's the cover so... of it just has like a very comely looking woman, like sort of like oh, and she's and a, a fish man, like the most handsome fish man you've ever fucking seen in your life. Bare chested on the cover. It's basically Fabio with like a fish face and stuff to him. <laughs> Long blue hair. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's Devin. <laughs> Much handsomer than Devin. Uh, less, more moist, more moist, more, less moist, less moist. An, an adequate oh. level of moisture higher, <laughs> mayhaps. Oh, just, uh, I can't. Oh my god, I don't have time to read this right now. Oh my god. Well, of course, you. you I'm, I'm sure you have plenty internal of time. Struggle. But... The internal struggle is real. <laughs> Like I have to plan a funeral. There's dragon people around, but I have a new book. <laughs> she takes it and she says, "Thank you very much. It was wonderful to meet all of you. Uh, please, please enjoy the enjoy Vogler and all it has to offer for the next couple of hours while we finish preparing the funeral rites." And all that needs to be done for that. Is there anywhere that you would recommend that we should check out? Anything's especially interesting about this uh, quaint hamlet of yours? Uh, not a lot happens here. Uh, I mean, let me give you the rundown of the city. Uh, so she takes you outside, and she's looking around, kind of pointing things out. She said, of course, the market's down to the south there. Uh, uh, if, you, uh, if you have a boat, do you have a boat? I'm afraid not. All right, then this one probably won't matter too much. The The Warfinger's office is uh, the, the the man who leads the wharf and all the, 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 fine, the fees and that that go along with that. His office is down there. His name, I just closed the tab. 
Uh, his name is Umpton Lanth. He's a bit of an ornery fellow. He's very stickly about, you know, people having up, up, upkempt boats and not not being docked for too long without fines and whatnot. But his son Nesso is a good boy. He he kind of is the is the nicety to the the prickliness of his father. Uh, there's the wharf, do, of do course. You think he, do you think he would mind if I go down to one of the docks and just start fishing off the dock? I mean, probably not. I don't think you really want to fish off the wharf, though. That's where all the boats go. I'm afraid the fishing's pretty bad over there. Uh, the best place for fishing will be tomorrow. There's a fishing fe fishing competition that takes place during the Kingfisher Festival. Uh, that'll be that'll be your best chance, I think, of catching some good fish. Sounds it's kind of the wharf area is kind of busy today. You know, everyone's coming in for the funeral. You said you don't have a boat, but there's the wharf anyways. I'll show it to you. Uh, if you were looking to... Uh, uh, let me see here. She's looking around the building. She's clearly flustered. She's taking you around the side of the building to point out other structures. Uh, a lot of houses, a lot of people, a lot of good people live here. Uh, if you were looking... Uh, hmm, so there's, a, there's one place I would kind of stay a little bit clear of if I was you. Uh, I'm talking like you now. Uh, there's one place I would stay clear of if I was kind of you. It's it's uh, a mansion. She uh, air quotes the word mansion. Uh, it's just a slightly larger house than the rest of the people in Vogler, uh, but it's called Westside House. The man there, a lord by the name of Bacarus F. Ustide, Estide, excuse me, Bacarus Bacarus Uth Estide. Words are hard. Uh, he and his son reside in that house over there, and. They're kind of dicks. <laughs> well, they're very well off, but they rub it in everyone's face as often as they can. Well, I'm afraid every place has at least one or two of them. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's that's, true. That's no bigger than a minnow in a fishing pond, as you might say out here. Seems like a typical noble. Yep. Yeah. Or aristocrat. Uh, the way out of the village to the northwest is, is through the river gate next to where I live in Thornwall Keep. Uh, that's Thornwall Keep where I live. Wink. Uh, it's just, uh, we don't really, we don't guard it. There's no guards anymore. We haven't had trouble to the north in a number of years. Uh, I had a bandit raid a number of years ago, but uh, a couple of the militia and I drove them off pretty quickly and they didn't, they didn't decide to come back. Uh, there's also, uh, the mayor's house is in the middle of town. Uh, her name, of course, escapes me at the moment. Her name is Raven. Raven, uh, there's a thing in the middle. Raven Uthvogler. Her family has lived here for centuries, since before the Cataclysm, I believe. Uh, I imagine she'll be getting things ready for the Kingfisher Festival and preparing for the funeral as well. She was a very good friend of Ispen Greenshield. Um, well, perhaps we'll meet her tonight at the festivities. I, I imagine you will. The festivities take place tomorrow. The funeral is no, tonight. No, I, I mean the, oh, the funeral I, procession. Yes, yes, for, yes. I imagine uh, there will words. be quite the frivolity if it is a if it is a memorial for Ispen, as that is how I, he would have liked things. I imagine so as well. It's probably going to get pretty hectic. It's going to get crazy. <laughs> It's already pretty hectic. All the people around—it's probably loud as heck. It's yeah. It's it's much 
more busy in Vogler right now than they're used to. So even like the people who like live here are like, like imagine the regulars at the pub and you just get this influx of people. They're just like, I want to drink in peace. I want to drown my sorrows. Not here with your nonsense. We should probably also secure some sort of accommodations for after the funeral. It's mm, very good uh, point. You're welcome to stay at the Brass Crab, or I have quite a bit of space at Thornwall Keep if you all wanted to stay with me. It's just me and my uh, squ- uh, student, Derrett. He's a good. He's a good boy. We have lots of room. I wouldn't be uh, opposed to that. I would kind of look to Sinclair and I go, you got perks! <laughs> <laughs> I would also so ask say... if we could uh, check out your library and possibly aid you in clearing out, see if there's any more info we can gather. That's a good point, friend. Yes, I'd like welcome. to... I'd like to look or try and find any information about how this dragon queen... Uh, came to to rest at the end, and if there's anything that might help us in figuring out why this dragon queen As has Eastman come back, would say, you never or let a good possibly go unadventured. Mm -hmm. Well, it seems, my dear, that we would be happy to oblige of your hospitality if you are offering it. Wonderful, she looks. The most thrilled that you could ever look. <laughs> so, well, I, I really have to go. It was wonderful meeting you. And she goes to shake the hand of everyone in line, leaving Spencer for last. And she goes to shake your hand and then just holds on for that uncomfortable <laughs> extra couple of seconds Spencer before just realizing what she's doing. It's, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And she just turns around, and you can see the flush of pink across her cheeks, and she books it back to the brass crab, like with all with her new book in hand. What a very Amazing. delightful woman! <laughs> it seems we have a couple hours before we are to be back here. Is there anything that anyone wish to do? Perhaps Spencer just... realizes he's yes. also he's still got his like he's finished like his. Like the last like quarter of his cup of ale, he just basically just walked out the front door with it while she was pointing everything out. He's like, "Excuse me, I'm <laughs> going to put this back inside. I must return this. <laughs> it would be very extremely rude of me to to walk out with it. Especially after she cleaned one special for you. <laughs> what uh, what time of, what time of the day is it, Luke? Uh, it's probably mid afternoon, give or take. You know that the funeral was going to take place in the evening, like when the sun sun starts to set. Uh, so it's probably, say, 4 o'clock, give or take. Do we want to just stay here, then, if it's going to be that, that soon after? What, sundown's at, like, what, 6? Yeah, yeah, yeah figure probably got about 6, 6.30, give or take. Yeah. I, I, I do want to head down to the market and maybe purchase some fishing gear. Can we do that in two hours? I think so. Oh, yeah. The market was, what, just above the, the wharf where we came in? Uh, no, it's over to the west of the... It's right south of the where we were for the uh, brass crab. Oh, I didn't scroll yeah. down far enough. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's actually closer to uh, to us than, the, than where we came in. Yeah. So yeah, we can make a trip down. Sure. I, I do have to say that it looks like uh, Kev's 
continuing the trend of betting the head of each town's military. Uh, Look, it's by no fault of my own. East Haven, I, I rolled the dice months ago, a month ago to see uh, specifically if Becklin would have read one of your books or not. Oh, oh yes. And then I was. just, the one I remembered off the top of my head was Pride and Prestigitation. So I was like, you know what? It's a great book. It's a great Dude, book. That whole, that whole role play was, I just, my cheeks hurt because I just laughed the whole time. It was pretty I, good. God, that's great. Absolutely beautiful. <sighs> all right. Uh, are you all going together? Or are you doing separate things? I suppose. We might as well go stick together. Uh, yeah. right. I, I have nothing in particular yeah. I want to do, so like if other people I are heading to the market, I'll go with them. Yeah. Check it out. Kind of yeah. along. Yeah. Actually, I do want to... How long would it take me to get up to the river gate? Uh, let me see here. I think this is... Oh, that's a... That's, that's a, a square. square. That's, a, that's a square. Big square. <laughs> it's a big area to cover. It's like it's like three, four hundred feet away. Take yeah, minutes. Five minute, walk. yeah, five minute walk or something. All right, I... I'm a little put off by the fact that a, a gate is not guarded. I'd like to at least check it out, uh, you know, just as a knight and, you the know, making dark. sure. Are you heading there yourself while I everyone else goes company. to the market? I, I will go. That sounds right. far more boring to, to, to Spencer yeah. on the market, so I'll head to the market. A okay. knight's honor is sometimes <laughs> a little boring, unfortunately. Uh, yes. So I appreciate we'll your company, Harambe. We'll put Sir Xander on the map for shits and giggles, just oh, to denote you. the two different uh, two different parties. Uh, so our two oh, Paladins I... head to the river Paladins. gate. Paladins. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll narrate the Paladins first, because I think Sounds it'll good. be uh, it'll be a little quicker. Uh, so as you make your way up to the river gate to the northwest of town, you see this large crumbling keep, not crumbling, but uh, in disrepair keep to the west of you uh, that Becklin mentioned as Thornwall Keep, and where you guys will seemingly be, be uh, resting tonight. Mm -hmm. It's a rather large three-story tower. Uh, looks to be, yeah, like I said, disrepair, but still quite formidable. Uh, as you make your way to the river gate, you find out that it is a 15-foot-tall wooden archway carved with two leaping fish on its frame. Uh, it looks like over the years, uh, maybe the locals or other people have etched coin-sized scales on these fish with prayers for bountiful fishing. So every time you see a scale, is like, a, here, Benabog the Great, come see Greg today. And just other, like, please, please let me catch fish to feed my family. And, like, just other nonsense prayers written in every single scale of these, like, big fish. You figure there's hundreds of scales on these fish between the two of them. Cool. Uh, move the stream well, there. Ever since the gods abandoned the world, people now pray to the fish. Mm -hmm. You see that there's, oh, uh, yeah. that there are two large wooden doors standing within each side of the arch, uh, but they're wide open. They look like, as you kind of get to the river gate to investigate it a little bit, you see that <clears throat> as these doors are wide open, it also looks like there's like a, a the, the dirt on the ground is built up so much that it is kind of covering the bottom couple inches of the doorway as if the doors just haven't been closed in years. And there's no look, guards or anything on the, no. on the gate? Nothing. And there's no one traveling in and out right nope. now? 
to the north of of Vogler, there isn't a lot. Actually, it's it's called the something something wastes, northern wastes. There's not a lot up there of civilization and whatnot. I mean, my my instinct. I looked to Xander immediately. I'm like, we need to close the door. We need to close these. This doesn't yeah, work. I. Again, you know, I, I trust her word that nothing's transpired, but is it just me? But do, do you have a bad feeling about this too? Yes. I, there's no, a closed door does not hurt anybody. We should close this. I begin. It's unguarded. Who's gonna, who's gonna care, right? Yeah. At least the door, you'd hear a bang at the very least. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. Well, as, uh, as Spencer, our, our dear Spencer said, let us do our, our boring jobs and do the boring work. <laughs> yeah. Let's try to close the doors, even push the dirt away. And even yeah. It's going to take a couple minutes to, yeah, like I said, it's, it's pretty built up over the bottom of the door. So, I mean, if you, even if you work the door like back and forth to kind of clear the dirt and then like kick it away, you can get the doors closed in you know a minute or two. It's not a, an arduous okay. task. But you look Is inside, like... like, inside the archway, uh, you just see kind of like a small cot that looks like it hasn't been used in a long time. Uh, an empty desk and a chair. Hmm. As if this Is was one potentially those, a guard uh... station at one point, but hmm. they just haven't bothered to put anyone here. Is there like a bar or something, you know, like when you close the doors and there's a bar that's put down over the backside at all? Yeah, like a big Is that even available? Yeah. At this point in time, no. Like you imagine it's probably been, like Beckman said, it's been years since this door has been closed, so they just is, don't even... Is there... Um, Sir Xander, do you, do you have any... Uh, strange request, I know. Do we have anything that's metal, like cans or uh, bells, perhaps? Uh, I can check. Give me one second. I also checked that room that hasn't been used in a while. Is there anything in there, like anything at all? Bob Webbs. Aside from the cot, the desk, and a, a ratty old chair, there's it's completely empty. Everything is coated in dust, cobwebs, and like, you could tell it hasn't been used in a long time. And the, these are giant wooden doors. They have no handles, I presume. No handles. I imagine there'd be a handle on the outside. There had to be something to open and close it. Mm. Well, I mean, the only... Aside from from the armor I wear, friend, uh, and my sword, I have a mace left over from my time in Order of the Crown. Mm. I was uh, I was gifted the sword when I joined the Order of the Sword, as you can see, because it wouldn't make sense to have a mace in the Order of the Sword without a sword. Hi. Sound logic. Not called the Order of the Mace, damn it. <laughs> but maces can be fashioned in, in, to look like a crown, so that was the I, I understand that was the logic behind it. Mm, yeah, this this gate does give me concern. The only thing I'll do is um, I'll take my shield and kind of pat the ground to make it look like there's no footsteps. So at the very least, if something does open the gate and walk through, you'd at least see their footsteps. Sure. Hopefully. But unfortunately, with no way to lock it, no way to put bells, I feel very uncomfortable, like Sir Xander, that this is weird. Why, like, of all times, we should have guards, but... Yeah, yeah. it's... <laughs> Mm, spidey senses, but um, yeah, then we'll, I guess we'll walk back. There's nothing okay. more we can do. You'll start making your way back down. Uh, meanwhile, the market. Uh, I believe Doraville was in the hunt for some fishing equipment. 
Yeah, I go... Dorval's walking through the market stalls, looking for probably the least fashionable stall that has fishing gear. You make your way through the market a bit. You see various stands selling a lot of food. There's a lot of food stalls. Imagine being at the P&E. You walk mm. past all these different fucking deep fried Oreos and there's all sorts of places selling all sorts of food. A lot of handcrafted goods like Scrimshaw. I was going to say, are, uh, we're not, are we going to get paid in fucking Scrimshaw for this entire campaign like the last one? <laughs> <laughs> see a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of carvings, a lot of uh, knit clothing as if people here have made all their own stuff and are selling it that way. Uh, eventually you come to one kind of say stall, but it's more of a guy sitting with a table and he's sitting there whittling what looks like a large fishing pole. He's you now just kind of smooth, cutting pieces off, smoothing it out with a couple of like rocks. He's rubbing rocks along it to kind of try and smooth it out. He's got a couple of really nice looking fishing poles. Uh, he's got some, uh, a bunch of, he's got like a little display on the table full of like different lures flies he's got a couple of different sets of like line bobbers all your standard fishing equipment yeah yeah uh dorval walks up and he's like hey, hey sir um these fishing all this fishing supplies looks very very useful at a time like this Especially yep. with the fishing festival coming up. Um, I was wondering if I could uh, purchase some some fishing supplies from you. you what are you looking for, friend? You know, I, I, to... I don't need anything special, but maybe in my downtime later, I uh, would like to try fishing for the big one, if you know what I mean. Mm, some say they were heat that... That the, yeah, this fish is like what nine feet. Fish is I, I would like to. That's a very. Good makes, I would definitely like to try and fish. For he's, that. he's hearing you talk. He's nodding along the whole way. Well, he's not looking up at you the whole time until he starts looking up at you a little bit, and he was looking at you. At you looking at your kind of appearance and how you're a little probably maybe out of sort in a city. Being <laughs> Disheveled. From, yeah. Disheveled is the perfect word, thank you. <clears throat> and he's looking at, and he gets, he's working his way up. He gets to your face. He can see your ears. He's like, huh, I don't see many elves in this wood, neck of the woods. It's good. It's good to see you making your way out into the world again. Yes, as a matter of fact, I come from the south. Uh, oh, the, I come the, from my penis. Uh, Bottom bumps. <laughs> Too easy. I get it. <laughs> knock him up. I'll set him up. I'll knock him down. Uh, he's like, oh, no, no, I kid. I kid. I lost that a long time ago. <laughs> Fishing accident, you see. <laughs> oh, yes. You got to be careful with them. Fishing poles and hooks and whatnot. Uh, sharp hooks. But uh, yeah, I was I was looking at uh, some of these wooden fishing poles and they are very nicely crafted you craft them yourself they're all handmade he's like tell you what and he leans in sees people walking by potentially sees you know callum and 
uh, Spencer and Krellen and standing around is I tell you what, from my elven friend, I like the tales of old. I like seeing new people. I'll give you everything you need to fish for one gold. No, no, forgive me. Gold. Two gold. Me missus would kill me if I said one. Is, uh, is Spencer close enough to overhear this conversation? I would imagine so. I would like, my dear friend, I'm sure that, I'm sure that you are quite proud of the quality of the craftsmanship with which you have built these, these rods, and uh, the way I understand it is tomorrow there's going to be some sort of large fishing festival. And I think uh, it would be uh, it would be in your best interest that maybe perhaps a young stranger who has come into town to fish in that festival, if he were to catch some award-winning fish with a rod that you provided, you would be the talk of this town for years to come. So perhaps we could do maybe a little better than the two gold. As I am attempting to persuade his price down. Give me a persuasion check. That was great. Bard's that was gonna amazing. bard. Bard's gonna bard, oh, no. man. Oh no! Ah, 15. Oh. Not bad. I rolled a 14. Yeah. Uh, this was like... <laughs> see, I tell you what. You tell him. You tell him where you got this fishing rod. And if you win tomorrow, you tell him old Jimothy made it for you. And I'll give it to you for the gold. And I just won't tell my missus. How about that? Does that sound good? Uh, I look over at Spencer. I'm like nodding my head like, yes. Yes, that sounds very good. I go to pat him, on the, I go to pat him on the shoulder and walk away. And then I realize like, he's kind of dirty. I, I just kind of <laughs> hover handed a little bit. And it's like, very good. <laughs> just kind of walk away. So he proceeds to, I will definitely to stand up. Make sure that. Go ahead. No, he, he starts getting all the stuff together for you. And uh, Dorval looks at the the what is it, Jimothy? Like, Jimothy? Yes, I will definitely make sure that uh, the big one, the big catch, will have your name associated to it. Good. Not a problem. Good. He starts getting together. He gets together a nice wooden rod, some silken line, a set of corkwood bobbers, some steel hooks, lead sinkers, velvet lures, and a net. And he starts gathering it all together. Uh, and he starts, you know, putting it into a nice bundle so he can hand it over to you. Uh, yeah. And for the first time this campaign, and to show off... Uh, the things that Tiffany's been working on. I'm going to award inspiration to both Kevin and Jimmy. Ooh. Ooh. Awesome. Oh, yeah, inspiration's a sun. Wow. The big yellow one is the sun. Yeah, as, as he stepped away, uh, Spencer go. has oh, been... Spencer has been writing in his, his notepad, and he noted down to Jimothy, the fishing eunuch. Uh, oh, lo oh, lost oh, his genitalia oh, oh. due to a fishing accident. <laughs> Cat like fishing for the big one in like italics. Like, this this would make an interesting side character. Yes. So I was on the fence as to what to do with inspiration because in the past I have allowed it to be rolled on any d20 roll that you make, you no know, attack roll, saving throw, ability check, whatever. 
uh, with the exception of death saves. Inspiration yep. cannot be yeah. used on death saves. Uh, but in the past, I've also allowed it to be used against me. You could force me to re-roll a d20 if you have inspiration. Mm. So you can hold up to two you... piles of coins, which is inspiration. If you didn't see the animation that Tiffany has made. I don't have your thing up, so I didn't see it. <laughs> Wonderful. That was amazing. <laughs> too, I got too much um, other shit up. Yeah, I got a lot going on. <laughs> Uh, you can have up to two inspiration at a time, and they can be used to force me to re-roll or use you to re-roll. Are you allowing re-rolls after the fact with inspiration like I do? Or do you have to declare your inspiration for advantage before you roll? Uh, I will do what the... I'll kind of allow it... Uh, you can make the roll and see the results, but not know whether it's a pass or fail yet. Like, if you roll a tweener, and you're like, oh, I don't know if I should use inspiration or not, and you decide to use it at that point, that's fine. Yeah. But if you roll and I say, that's a fail, you're like, oh, I want to use inspiration. I'm like, uh, you know, yeah. I gave you the option. Okay. I'll leave that window to try and open it up to make allow you to make that choice. Yeah. But if you if I say yeah, it's a fail sounds... or if it's a pass or something along that line, then that's it's too late. Then your chance is passed. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. So I'll try and leave a gap in between, like you making the roll and deciding whether you want to use it or not. We'll handle it when it comes up, but it could be a grace period. But yeah, so he hands I, you over this, grab... this bundle of. Wait, do we have to? Do we have to make you re-roll it? Bef like, give you disadvantage on before we see the roll? Um, well, yeah, you won't see my roll, I guess, huh? Yeah, because you're gonna be like, you're gonna say the number, and then we're like, oh, well, you re-roll re it. Well, I guess, yeah, like, if it's like it. an attack or something like that, you would be, yeah, or would we have to say before you be like, oh, I want to give you disadvantage on this? Um, it's a good distinction. I think if you're gonna use it against me, you, t you tell me ahead of time. That way, before I roll with disadvantage to begin with. Okay, that's a good way to put it. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, yeah I just the like, cost of yeah. using it, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah Dorval yeah, will uh, bundle up the uh, the fishing gear, and he puts down a gold and a couple of silver. And I was like, Jimothy, make sure to uh, keep this to yourself." As he hands the the cup, mm -hmm. little extra drinking money for old Jimothy. I said, "Much appreciated. I wish you the best of luck." in the, the catching contest tomorrow. I'll be rooting for you. Yes. Well, I'm going to have to get some practice in first, but mm. uh, yes. You know, I am kind of, well, one with the nature, so hopefully the nature goddess will be on my side. Can't, can't you just yell, like, here, fishy, 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 and just get them to jump into your boat? <laughs> Haven't tried that yet. Here, fishy, fishy, fishy. Can you do you have fish? speak with animals? Can you just speak with I'm animals, stick your head underneath the water, and then just like, here, fishy, fishy, fishy. <laughs> the murloc sound. Wow. <laughs> yes. But uh, yeah, he leaves to join the rest of the uh, everybody else standing around. I don't know if there's anything else anybody else in the... It uh, doesn't sound like there's anything all that... that not a lot of great shit going on in the market. <laughs> yeah. It's a fish, small fishing village. They don't have plus two plate mail or... Uh, you could, if you wanted like I a... Uh, 
You could probably get a short sword if you wanted one. Yeah, I've got a rapier. The, uh, but I will the, probably the never smells use. are probably pretty good though. It probably smells. It probably smells like uh like, like river fish. water, as well as like like it probably smells like raw fish and like fresh baked fish pies. Ugh. It's it's a good, it's a good interesting mix if you like fish. <laughs> I do. I actually like that smell. That's weird. There you go. Shovel. Uh, so if you're just gonna wait for the funeral at this point. Mutter yeah, around a bit, take, in, take in the town. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't sound like there's a whole heck of a lot. I mean, the only interesting place really seems to be Thornwall Keep, but we're going to be staying there anyways, so we might as well just... Yeah. It, yeah. Unless we did a walk <laughs> past... In the night. Yeah, a walk past West Side or the mayor's home just on the way back, but I mean, it's nothing pressing. So if you walk by West Tide House, um, it is... Like, there's a gate. Imagine there's a gate across the beginning of that horseshoe there. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's, uh, it's it's a slightly bigger house than the rest of the houses. Even the mayor's house is kind of rivaled in size by West Tide House. Uh, it's, it looks like the house of nobility. Yeah. Uh, and it has this air of, like, money. haughtiness. Yeah, money. Money. That house is old money. money. If we were a less... Uh... A less good aligned party, <laughs> let's say. We could sack it in the night. Kick in the door. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Kick in the door, steal what we can. Head on out. Jimmy, go in that window, see if anybody's inside. <laughs> Talk to the birds. <laughs> Get them to scout for us. I didn't take speak with animals, did I? I don't think I did. Even, even <laughs> myself. Even myself is uh, neutral good, so <laughs> probably not going to happen. Yeah, we're getting two shoes. Um, when we and Xander are kind of walking back to the group, I definitely would want to look look around for any kind of like you know scrupulous or evil looking characters. Maybe is there anyone in like in a back alley or you know kind of strutting around, kind of semi you know naturally patrolling, but not really. Just keeping a keen eye. Just give me a couple perception checks as we're walking. If it's just you, or if Sir Xander wants to as well. Looking for a lady of the night? Oh, no. Well, they, they would be down by the bars. They wouldn't be up, like, by the gate. He said back alleys. I got you. Uh, so imagine you're walking. Excuse me. Kind of plop you on the map a little over here. Um, you're walking down, and Sir Xander's looking around, <clears throat> taking in the sights, and like, what a quaint little village. Uh, Harambe is kind of keeping an eye on the west near kind of the woods as he's walking. He can't see what's beyond there, right? And he just hears all of a sudden the pitter-patter of feet running at him directly through the woods. And a few seconds later, uh, a ball comes rolling out of the woods and just this horde like five, six children come running after the ball. They get to the, the the road where you guys are. Two fully kitted out knights standing in their armor. Just like, uh! And they all stop at the line like, Mr. Can we have our ball back? I let down my guard and immediately have a big smile on my face and hand them back the ball. Play safely now. That, Thanks! That sounds, that sounds terrifying. This kid, this one kid monkey man the, hands him a ball. This one kid kicks the ball back towards the rest of them. 
and I rolled a 19, so it hits this other kid square in the chest. And he's like, <laughs> oh, are you okay? I go, I go to aid him. I'm good. It just, it winded me. You bastard. I help him back up on his feet. They all just start him. running. Thanks! And they'll just run back off into the woods <laughs> with kicking this ball. And you kick the ball square into that, that child's face. <laughs> no! So I was listening to see if you gave the ball back or if you hit the ball back to them. No, I gave the ball back. Yeah. I'm not hitting you, fuck, you fucking do what Drax does in the fucking latest Guardians movie. You're just... You just <laughs> face! face. <laughs> you the child. Eat the child! Oh no! Eat the child! So um, you guys are gonna no, no, never. whittle away the time and head back to the brass crab for the uh, the funeral. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dragonlance: Shadow of the Dragon Queen here at the Polyhedral Pub. We are Coke as Harambe, Sean as Callum, Jimmy as Doveril. Chris as Krellen, Alex as Sir Xander, Kevin as Spencer St. Clair, Luke as our Dungeon Master, with special thanks to Tiffany for all of her behind-the-scenes help. Episodes of this podcast will come out weekly, but you can also catch us every other Saturday recording our sessions live over on Twitch. Broadcasted by Luke at Repercussions, double underscore, Kevin at Zepic, and Coke at Cokeshire 3. Links will be in the episode description. As always, a big thank you to Sirenscape for all the background music and audio you've been hearing. Sirenscape.com, because epic games need epic sound. Until next time. <laughs>